0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick A Side Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Velez, and Joe Dells. This is now episode 347. In this episode, we are going to react to the All-Star starters. Luca's 73-point game. If the Suns are starting to figure it out, the Timberwolves offense and draft the best role players into a starting five. This is now episode 347. And before we start, we got to give a huge shout out to Magic Mind. They are sponsoring this week's episode of the Pick a Style Podcast. Magic Mind, if you haven't heard about it, it's this little bottle. I got it right behind me. All that, the bottles I use go go right behind that me. That thing is delicious, man. Yes, Magic Mind, it has a bunch of great natural ingredients in it. It's, it's like an energy shot. And if you have trouble with procrastinating, this is something that has helped me a lot. As of recently, I've been really productive, and I feel like this this has been helping me a lot. I'm not a big coffee drinker. I don't like how caffeine makes me feel. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel too jittery. With Magic Mind, I get that energy, but I don't get that same kind of anxiousness Mm. that comes with coffee and the amount of caffeine in it. More natural. So I really love Magic Mind. It's really helped me a lot throughout my day.
1: say that as I drink my cup of mud and... Wish to heavens that I had that instead. Yes. Yes.
0: Love getting some good magic mind, man. The founder of (laughs) magic mind... (laughs) (laughs) The founder of magic mind actually made this because he was drinking too much coffee and he didn't like how it made him feel. So a a lot of research went into this to get that same type of effect without the side effects that comes with coffee. So magic mind... They're sponsoring this week this week's show. You get one month free when you're subscribing for three months at www.magicmind.com slash J A N Pick Aside. And with our code Pick Aside20, you get an extra twenty percent off, which gets you to seventy five percent off. And this only lasts until the end of January. So hurry up before it goes away. How yep. are you guys doing,
2: fellas? I'm doing all right, Riv. You look locked in on something over there. Yeah, I'm trying to find these um statistics. I'm really about Daniel Gafford what, and Jared, Daniel Gafford, Allen? Jared Allen. They're trying to—they're they're trying to say Jared Jared Allen hasn't been helping the Cavs, huh? And they're trying to say you could plug in multiple guys, and they were naming guys like it's in the Discord. Yeah, Daniel Gafford. Go. Who's the
0: ones that were saying this?
2: It's Katie Six. So I'm like trying oh, to Lord. find something of the. Last so you're
0: locked in on this conversation.
2: I am, but I'm about to just stop because it's honestly getting on my nerves. It's
0: Daniel Gaffer versus Jared Allen. You like should have stopped I, a long time. I, I wouldn't
2: even answer. No, it was a m- bunch of names, but that one was the one that really got me mad. But yeah, I'm probably going to stop. But I feel great. I'm good. I'm ready to talk about the show. I'm about to turn my phone off. I'm doing all right. Silly uh, you're going to help man. my
1: brother move, <laughs> moving into a home, getting a house. Nice. Guy's old. Where man. is it, New Jersey? Yeah, it's in New Jersey still. He's getting We're old, right? man. Uh, should I just out him like that? <laughs> uh, Clifton?
2: Oh okay okay okay,
1: still close. Yeah, facts. I haven't seen the spa yet. Uh, I've heard that it's nice. Three bedroom has a basement. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. But shout out to Big Chuck, man. He's getting old. He's he's doing big things. Happy for
0: him. Big Chuck, we're going to have a merch drop coming soon, February third at February one p.m. This week, Dells. Yes, next week. Dells provided this excellent idea. If you are signed up to the Patreon. He was. I, I that means the text that he was thinking. Wow. You have access to the Discord, which means we'll be dropping the link to the merch drop an hour early on Patreon and Discord. So if you want to get early access to the drop, make sure you're signed up there and keep your notifications on. We only have 60 hoodies. It's only 60 pieces. Say, there's, man, there's a limited supply. chance that that
1: link doesn't get out to, to the public with the way that Discord can act.
0: Exactly. And so if you guys want to act fast and you guys want to get the merch... Then this is your chance to get it. We only did 60 this time around because we really didn't know how many people are gonna order the hoodies or not. So based on this merch drop, next drop will probably get more hoodies. But just as of now, we played it safe. This is our first drop in a while. So For sure. we didn't want to have a surplus of of merchandise just laying around. This show we're gonna do something fun. It's a role player draft. I think we should just start with this. Okay. We were talking about it before the show about, about what is a role player or what is not a role player. We all had kind of different definitions. For me, I, I'm more so of the I like the role players that aren't that well known to the public. We're talking about the Grayson Allen's. We're talking about the, the Mo Wagners of the world. And then, you know Den- we were people talk- know Danny Advia? Danny Advia is a role player. Okay, no, yeah, I agree with that.
2: You don't think people know Grayson Allen?
1: Mm. People know who the fuck Grayson Allen is. Eh, maybe for the Duke days, they don't Vax. know how good
0: he is as a role player though. Mm. Look at him. He's in the back back there <laughs> crying. I, I think that. so when it, when it came to the role player conversation, we were kind of like stuck on, okay, are we classifying somebody like Tobias Harris as a role player or someone like Kobe white on the bulls as a role player. So the, the stipulation for this role player draft is that you can't have had made an all-star at any point in your career to be classified as a current day role player in this draft. We were thinking about having a year cutoff period, but we didn't do that. So we're just going to draft these players, and we're going to see if any of us pick somebody that probably. Sure. W- yeah. It, I got we the don't wheel think is a ready. real player.
3: Here we go. I got the wheel spin ready. Rock Here paper we scissors, go.
1: man. Those days are dead.
0: Got the noise too. Please give me the first pick. First pick <laughs> is don't going need it. to I don't be, don't need it.
1: be. I don't need it. River Brown. Okay. He ah.
2: never fails.
3: Next is going to be.
0: I don't know if I need this either. Spin, 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 spin. I need this pick. Riff Mr. Dells. Oh, okay. damn.
1: All right.
0: You might have just missed Kobe White. I mean, Derek White.
3: The Third pick is going to be... I'll take the four. Joel. So, Drew, you get the fourth pick. Back, and he back. gets the... It's the
0: snake way, right? Love it,
2: snake. Love it. Okay.
0: All right, Riff. First pick in the role player draft. Who are you going with?
2: I think the obvious and the easy answer... I'm going to lock in Derek White on my two-guard spot. You know, a jack-of-all-trades, somebody who can hit the three-ball, can play make when you need it, and is a great defender on and off. Can play a little rim protection, too. So probably the the most impressive role player in the league, probably the guy that's stapled the role player guy. But That's how I'm going to start my team off. Think about Harry his
1: rise, probably. man. He was being compared to Christian Wood at one point. Now came, he's the
3: came best. Long way. He's the
2: best role player in the Well, league. now they're talking about him or Jalen Brunson in the team. He's definitely come a long way. All right.
3: Deli Mart, I got the second pick. Uh I love the second pick. I was between Derek White and my pick is gonna be OG Ananobi. Uh, fuck mm. He came to New York and he's putting out he has the highest plus minus through 13 games in NBA history, and it's by like 70 points, like plus 235 or something ridiculous. He's brought new energy to this Knicks team, and I really do fear this team now. This is a great basketball team. They play together. Great defense. They have scoring, and OG's fitting perfectly. His shot making, three-point shooting. He's put the ball uh, on the floor. Some getting to the rim and finishing through contact. He's been he's been amazing for the Knicks. Are we
2: doing 1-6, man, in this draft? We can do 6, man. Starting 5 and then 1-6, man. I'm axing. I don't I'm care. I'm axing.
0: We can do it. Okay. Starting good. 5 and then 1-6, man, that's fine. With the third overall pick in the role player draft, I'm going to select Grayson Allen. Allen. Yeah, no surprise. Grayson Allen shooting came up. almost fifty percent from three.
1: <laughs> That's a good pick. It's a good pick. No, the fuck no. No. So is Why no, is not no, a good no, pick. No, no. There's like
0: five. dudes. There's heads. There's, There's a lot of dudes. guys. There
2: is
1: some dudes
3: I'd I, say. I'm locking names. in some.
2: I'm not gonna guys. say. I'm not gonna say no names, but I would have went with a plethora of guys. He's like a second, third day guy, but you know.
0: You're just hanging on Grayson Allen. Yeah, He's leading the NBA only, in three-point percentage. He's the highest three-point shooter this year. Yeah, he is. His head up. Yeah. And hey, we're hey, talking hey. about role players this year. He's been a top three role you player. You would have
3: taken Grayson over OG? No. You would have
2: taken I'll Grayson take over Derek White? No. <laughs> you take Grayson over... Well, he's taken over, he yes. over everyone else. He took over everyone else. I would All take right. Grayson over
0: Nas. Yeah. Everyone also be quiet. Right, who you
1: got? Who you got? I'm locking in two bangers right now. What I'm going to do is, first pick, I'm going to go with yeah. Herb Jones at my three. At the four. Ooh. No, I'm still allowed to pick him. We we said the rule is gone. I'm going with Jalen Johnson. I'm locking in those two guys. The way that Jalen Johnson's been able to emerge That's on the who scene, you yeah, picked. Jalen Johnson has just upped his production tremendously. Can rebound, can uh, obviously get to the basket, and then Herb Jones. We know what we're getting this year. He's shown that he could. Shoot the ball at a very efficient clip. On top of he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the game. So Herb Jones, Jalen Johnson, those are my two picks,
0: baby. There's a plethora of forwards that are role players. This man just went 2021 NBA draft on me. Um, <laughs> Who, this, me? Yes. Hey, I'm not upset. They're all they're, they're they're both in the same draft class. So my next pick, my first pick was Grayson Allen. I'm going to stay. You know what? Actually, I think this guy will be. He was knocking here, my picks. I didn't. I, I
1: wasn't knocking Grayson Allen. I said it was a good pick.
2: You laughed excessively. I laughed because of you. That's usually how it does. Goes.
0: He's not familiar with Grayson Allen. He has not watched
2: the Suns this year. Uh oh. That's your riff? Once again, there's a plethora of dudes you could have gone before. Grayson
0: Allen has been a top three role player this year, bro. That's not a fact. Yes, it that's is. That's not it's a much, fact. He leads the he leads the Just NBA three percent. That's percentage. the only
2: thing you're gonna say. Just he
0: averages say, 14 a game.
2: Norm, you can argue Norman Powell has been better than Jalen Johnson. Argue been been Norman Powell. Norman Powell. Jalen Johnson is fine better. for you the you defense. Can argue d- well, Derek White and OG have clearly been better. That's but you can argue. Well, obviously a bunch Derek White and OG would
0: have been. My one and two. Yeah, but you can I'm argue.
2: But my, my point is, that's Norman not Powell a fact. has
0: not been better than Grayson Allen. He
2: once again, he's not. You can argue better. that.
0: That's no, a, no, no, no. For uh, me, it's not an argument. Grayson Allen's been better. I, I think I, been I would better. lean Grayson yeah.
1: slightly. Norman's been really good. No, no,
0: really? Yeah, really good. I just I would Grayson going through is a little. What high. do you want me to say? That's what do you
2: mean?
1: Number
3: three
2: overall in this draft. Oh yes, yes, yes. I wouldn't have went Norman Powell in three. Uh uh-huh. No, me either. Yeah. Who do you got though, Joel? I'm still trying to think. Malik Monk or. Grayson Allen,
0: Grayson Allen this year.
2: Oh fucking!
0: What uh, oh, Malik Monk is a bucket, but there they, is, is, is different roles. Malik Monk is coming off the bench as a six man, and he's running an offense. That's Grayson Allen is providing spacing for the stars he, on the Malik team. Malik
3: Monk does both. I he also provides. Spacing. He does. does both, but
0: he's able to run the offense. That's why he's better off the bench. That's why he's better. No, but I don't think he's better as a fit for. Star players as a role uh, as a role listen, player. Grayson build build Allen's team, right? So so if, so if you're sons, so if you're already, the Suns, so if you're the Sunday out not. of the smoke for so, so his you're you're already sons. locking in a bad team. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> so if you're the, if you're the Suns and you're picking between having Malik Monk or Grayson Allen support the big three, who are you picking? You're picking Malik Monk?
2: To support the Suns. I mean, you can never. Grayson Allen shooting fifty so percent from three. You can never go players. wrong with yeah, multi, Malik Monk. A handle. You could never go wrong with a ton of ball I handles. Kind of, that's
1: why I kind of regret my picks right now. I don't mind Grayson, but it, you don't have the big know, three sons. There's
2: enough. This is you building your team. We're building role player teams. So if you're building your team, you're not taking Grayson Allen to promise, start your I prom, team.
0: I promise you, Grayson Allen and Malik Monk isn't the gap that you think it is, bro. Grayson Allen is an exceptional player.
2: All right, now he's, he's exceptional. Yeah, he is an exceptional <laughs> player. exceptional role player. No, he, exceptional he, role player. Any <laughs> team <laughs> player.
0: in the NBA would love he's to a, have Grayson Allen. Any team in the NBA would love to have Luke Monk. Awesome. Yes, you can say that about a 20s yes. role players. Awesome, they're awesome players. They're role players. I, I,
2: I'm just saying, I, first pick Grayson Allen, crazy. But my, know my know
0: next what? pick, I'm going with Jaden McDaniels here. Okay. Give him some. Give me some defensive ah. upside. Give me an, an elite wing I like defender. That. 38% three-point shooter. I'm going with JD McDaniels. So Grayson Allen, JD McDaniels. I'm off to a nice start. How about you worry about your team, right? <laughs> oh shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was guys, I was it was golden, baby. It was. I, I could guarantee that. Yeah, you, couldn't fuck you got up the there. first pick.
0: Now I'm a, things I'm between get between Two dicey.
3: players for mine. So I got OG in the first round. He's going to slide into the three. I'm between two dudes, and Riv has back-to-back picks. And I'll be honest, I think he's going to take one of these two regardless.
2: Mmm. <sighs> If you don't take him, I will. <laughs> you know exactly
3: what it's. I don't. Be. I'm
1: between. I'm between
3: two dudes.
1: I'm praying this man falls to me.
3: You know what? Just because I think there's more, there's a plethora at one position. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lock in Nasri. Ah! Fuck. Lock in Nasri. He read was never getting Drew. Right, fair enough. He was never getting fair two. enough. Fair enough. enough. I can be
1: upset still, but that hurts. That most definitely hurts. Hmm. Decisions, decisions. Should have took Nas in the fucking first, man. Idiot. Idiot.
2: Nas was Nas is a tough. Pick. Yeah. All right, how do I want to OG build my Nas team? OG and Nas is hard. OG and Nas is very tough. You have a very strong team. Um, that's a good yeah, team. So that's a great team. OG and Nas. Mm. Ooh, I'm about to reach. So you took Herb Jones is off the board. him I think I'm going to, I got back-to-back picks. I think I'm going to lock in. Austin Reeves is sitting right there. Sitting right there. Caruso is also nah, right there. Nah, nah, you don't want those guys. <laughs> we're, we're not classifying Kobe White as a, a role player, right? No. Okay. Making sure, you know,
0: it's His he's terrible. Okay, I'm
2: just okay. Right. I respect that. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in Austin Reeves, fucking at the point guard position for all the shit you talk on him. Yeah, well, he's a good role player. But you already have Derek White. I'll have him at the two. Okay, I'm I'm moved. And then rearing into my three, I'm gonna go small, but extremely, extremely, extremely great defensive players. And I'm going Alex Crusoe at my three. He's played the three.
0: He took both your players. Yeah.
2: He's played the three. What's He's wrong played with the him? two. He's played the one. He, he said, I'm going to draft the Andrews team. He sometimes can play the four. I've seen him guard Julius Randle to Garden Brunson. He's a great uh, secondary playmaker. I'm going to go with Alex Crusoe, So that's my team right now.
1: Damn. Damn, you took, Riv. Yeah, you, you've had
2: some good picks right there.
3: You made you made my life difficult because I really want Cruzo. If you didn't
2: take... Fucking Nas Reed. I wasn't gonna pick Caruso. Where
0: are we in this draft? Am I next? Nah, I'm no, up, just, I'm with okay. So
3: I got OG and Nas Reed.
2: Um OG, I could I could
3: move around OG if I want to play two or three, four. He could really play in those positions. So I got I got some options here. Um you took Jaden McDaniels. I'm gonna go the defensive route here. I'm gonna take the Dortcher Chamber. Give me Lou Interesting. Dort. Interesting.
0: Okay. That's a nice pick, Dose. That is a nice pick.
2: Yeah, you got a lockdown team. I'm fuck.
0: gonna stay. Oh fuck, it is your team. Fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna stay on the defensive route here. Okay. And I need a point guard. I'm gonna go with Jalen Suggs. I'm going with Jalen Suggs. I have Jalen. The point
2: guard still on the board.
0: I have Suggs, you know, Grayson, you know and McDaniels.
2: Really? Yeah. Nice. Are that, they corner threes? That is brutal. Okay. That <laughs> is brutal. <horrible. laughs>
1: That hurts most definitely because it's getting scarce out here with the point guard, and most definitely Suggs was going to be my selection. Now.
0: There's Malik Monk still.
1: I know. I'm going to take one of the better role players. Uh, Ooh, Malik Monk is still here.
2: Please. No, no, no. I don't want him right now.
1: Mm, Malik Monk is still here, and it would be rude of me to pass on him. KCP is definitely entering my matrix. Rock, what's your them. team right now? I have Herb Jones and Jalen Johnson, so I need a little offense. Even though Jalen Johnson's been pretty damn I'll
2: be good, yeah. Michael right there.
1: Brogdon would be a good pick, but I'm between Malik Monk and KCP. I think I need someone that can handle the rock. I'm gonna go Malik Monk. I'm gonna put him in my two. And then for I have my point guard, my center, and my sixth man. Hmm, I think. I'm gonna lock in six men. Mm, Tyus Jones is still here too. Tyus Jones could facilitate this whole bitch.
3: That was so aggressive. Yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> oh, we're taking a six man too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I, gonna
1: be the last one. I, I have, have my center in mind that I don't know if you guys would take. Um I am gonna go point guard. I'm gonna stay with the spacing. I'm going to go with Malcolm Brogdon. Don't feel great about it.
0: What's your team right now?
1: So I have Malcolm Brogdon, Malik Monk, Herb Jones, Jalen Johnson. Who's next? My pick? Okay. (laughs) We're all thinking here. We're trying to formulate some good teams.
0: Okay, so my next pick, I'm going to go with the power forward here. I'm going with Aaron Gordon. Bring like this pick. team some championship experience, some defensive, yes. some defensive pedigree. I got Aaron Gordon here at the four. Okay.
3: Um. So my front frontcourt is basically set. I got Dort. I got OG. I got Nas Reed. I need a couple of guards. That's pretty elite. Um. This one's easy for me. I'm gonna lock in Jordan Clark- Jordan Clarkson in my one.
1: Was thinking about him as my
2: sixth man. He's your one. Yeah, I was thinking about him as my six. He's
1: came. he my one or my two? We'll see what the rest of the board. I takes thought about out. drafting him as my sixth man with that pick right there, but.
2: That's a good picture, uh, Joel. Excuse me, is it my go? Yeah, yep. So I'm locking in Isaiah Joe as my sixth man. Okay, I'm bringing him in. my My team forty percent sniper. We shooting it up. Jalen sucks, hurt, Joel. Yeah, so I'm gonna lock in Isaiah Joe as my That's sixth a good man. Pick. I'm Bringing him off the bench. I was. It was either him or Malik Monk. You took Malik Monk, which really pissed me off. <laughs> so I'm gonna lock him in. I'm gonna put in my power forward. I'm gonna continue the way I want to play, and I want to play spacing shooting. I'm going to lock in Cam Johnson at the four. And that's how I'm going to finish this roster. I think center, I can get a center. There's a lot of good centers on this uh, little roster we have here. So Cam Johnson is going to be my four. We got 39%, 40%, 40%, 40%, 40%. So that's how we're going to move.
3: I'm going to lock in my sixth man here, Michael
0: Porter Jr.
2: (sighs) He's not going to pass it. (laughs) He's not. That's why it's my (laughs) sixth man.
3: And I I still need a two. but MPJ is going to be my sixth man.
0: To fill out my starting five at center, I'm going to go with Isaiah Hartenstein. So, my starting five is Jalen Suggs, Grayson Allen, Jaden McDaniels, Aaron Gordon, and Isaiah Hartenstein fills out that five. He's, since Mitchell Robinson has been out, he's been an elite paint protector. The offense, I like it. Grayson Allen is shooting 50% from three, McDaniels 38%, Jalen Suggs 38% this season. Aaron Gordon is kind of an average three point shooter. Isaiah Hartenstein, he can stretch the floor a little bit. So I like it. I like this defense. I like the passing I have on this team. And I like it. I got a steal, baby. At center, Wendell Carter Jr. The fact that he wasn't even
1: on the document. I knew you guys weren't going to take Wendell. In limited opportunity this season, I say limited opportunity because he has been hurt. He's come back, been a sniper, shooting 43% from three-point range. This was an elite pick right here. But for my (laughs) sixth man... This is where I'm torn. There's three names I'm debating between. Denny Advia, Dante DiVincenzo, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Denny Advia, he would just solidify the defensive presence that this team is oozing. Uh, could use a little bit extra shooting, which is why I feel like Bogdan Bogdanovich has a little bit of an edge between those guys. But then also, Russell Westbrook is one of the best role players that there is. But the rule was, no All-Star, no correct? Yeah. So Russell Westbrook is out of this. I appreciate the the... You knew that. The strictness. I did know that. I just wanted to see if I could test some waters. Uh, But my sixth man, I'm going to take the sniper of the bunch. Tough for me to do, but I'm going to. I'm going to go Bogdan Bogdanovich and pass on my guy, Denny. So, what's your So, my squad, wrapping it up. Mm, This is one of the best teams I drafted, if I say so myself. (laughs) Malcolm Brogdon, Malik Monk, Herb Jones, Jalen Johnson, Wendell Carter Jr., and Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think you're next. You got some everything there. I'm mm. going
0: to go with Emmanuel quickly as my sixth man.
2: That's a good pick. It's a That's great a pick. pick. That's a great pick. I honestly forgot. That's a good so pick. I forgot
3: about him, too. Until There's a lot of dudes I feel like I'm forgetting.
2: Are we
1: putting him in similar classes, Kobe White? Should we? Scotty's the number one there.
0: And Kobe White is the number one in Chicago right now. And, oh, yeah. Is DeMar?
1: Uh, he is the usage? Quickly
0: might not be the number two. Archie Barrison playing a little bit better than him. Isn't that ironic? And he was a six man in on the Knicks, so he wasn't one of the lead options.
1: All right, listen, I'll allow it if the rest of the table is going to allow it. Emmanuel
2: quickly role player. Sure. Mm, wow, <laughs> you gave him a steal, but I'll allow it. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it, he needs it. Uh, not too fond of your team, buddy.
3: I need a two. That's my pick, right? It is. You just went. Um, so I got Jordan Clarkson in my one (laughs) I got Clarkson in my one Dorda in my three OG in my four Nasrid in my five and MPJ is my six man Um, I think I'm gonna take one of MPJ's I'm gonna take one of his teammates and take KCP to be my two that's a good pick though I got it
2: who'd you You get you guys fucked up Dante no Zubok is going to be my five. Ah. If we are allowing Emmanuel quickly, I feel like we can allow Zubak. <laughs> you can. And because of that, to round out my team, I'm bringing in Zubok to man the paint and be that rim protector. So to finish out my lineup, I got Reeves at the one, Derek White at the two, Crusoe at the three, Cam at the four, Zubak at the five. Coming up the bench is Isaiah Joe. A little small. little small, s- a little small a little but small. small team. A lot of you guys with the big wings can't really dribble, can't do much. crusoe will be fine out there, so I'm not too worried. That's a fair point.
1: Jalen Johnson can put it on the floor, though.
2: Russo's there. He is. I'm scared of that guy. Good luck.
1: Are you stopping Malik Monk?
2: Ah. Malcolm Brogdon? Live or die. Oh, Brogdon, yes. Bro. We got Derek White. Fuck. It's true.
1: I got dudes. And Bogdan Bogdanovich coming off the bench.
2: Uh, we just put Reeves on he's him. Come we off die of, off, we off, die of off that. We die off that, you know.
0: Some role-player snubs we have here. Um, There's a few. There's TJ few McConnell. One of them, Dylan okay. Brooks. Is Just one I was Just that being the first too. name you say is Dante DiVincenzo. Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway Jr., mm-hmm. Levert, Denny, Trey Murphy was not drafted. Bruce Brown was not drafted. That one definitely is
1: sneaky. I'll be honest, didn't think about
3: that
0: one. Larry Nance Jr. was not drafted. Neither was Bobby Porter. About Nick Claxton? or John Collins. Claxton. I don't know if he is he a role player. I don't know. I
2: think so. Defensive star. I guess since Defensive we're doing this. yeah yeah I guess we could have got him you know. I feel like we did a good
1: job. Claxon, Wendell Carter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be confident in my pick. <laughs> if it
0: wasn't quickly, it was Trey Murphy for my six men. So. Or Tim Trey Hardaway Murphy? Jr. I was going to pick one of those guys for my six
2: men.
1: Timmy, had been stroking it.
2: He's been playing well. Nobody picked Bobby Portis, too.
1: Bobby Portis entered my matrix, but I figured I'd still go with Wendell because he hits the glass a little bit more. All
3: right, let's recap our fives. Who, uh, you I'm interested use?
1: in your guys' teams.
3: My team, like six. Six,
0: man. my six players that I drafted, Jalen Suggs, Grayson Allen, Jaden McDaniels, Aaron Gordon, and Isaiah Hartenstein, and then off the bench, Emmanuel, quickly.
1: I think you're a little harsh on his team. Offense is garbage. Team. It's solid. You, me, you got a lot of shooters. Jalen Suggs, he's been able to stroke it this season. Uh, Grayson Allen can stroke it. Stroke it. He's uh, the only uh, stroker.
2: Jaden McDaniels Jaylen shooting sucks. 38%. I, don't, he's not, I wouldn't classify him as a stroker. He's not. Oh, no, but me, he's also
0: shooting. Let me say check.
2: Now he's gonna probably be the number two. <laughs> like he ain't gonna got he like he got. But guy, I also, got I'm
0: did. very high on Jaden McDaniels' offensive game if we he's know. in a pivotal role. Oh, no, we know. So is he not? we got
1: We gotta accept what you are right <laughs> now. Face fact. <back. laughs>
0: so Jaden McDaniels, 38 can just project, 38 <laughs> percent from projection. three projection. I have a superstar. <laughs>
1: three attempts.
0: Three attempts. That's fine. We're not moved. I mean, he <laughs> shot. He shot that last year though. Yeah, we're not moved. So J- Jaden McDaniels is not a bad shooter, bro.
2: He's not a stroker. That's all I said. He's not a stroker.
0: What What is a stroker? Joel, I got to say, your team got saved by an elite shooter. Yeah. Okay, but my spacing is not trash, bro. They can shoot. Aaron Gordon's cool. You will leave him open. Well, Aaron Gordon, yeah, I know, but he's, Jalen Suggs, he's not there for sucks Jalen Suggs
2: has been respectable, but you still give him a little space. You ain't, you ain't gonna go out. But there. I'm saying
0: for for my team, I got a plethora of guys who just play the right way and they pass the ball. No, like, they're no Aaron they're Gordon, they're Isaiah Hardenstein, you're cooking for sure. You definitely gonna, the we're right gonna way. live. That's gotta
2: be. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna live in that have a short area. I mean, you do got a lot.
3: Yeah, play the right way.
0: And then Emmanuel quickly. If I need to bring a boost in office, oh, I'll sure. bring Emmanuel quickly. I'll be honest. I'll Emmanuel put, put, put you in the starting lineup. He in the saved, saved line you. <laughs> he fucking saved you. You picked a lot of you guys for sure. Please tell me your team. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I've already said it a
1: bunch of times. Go ahead, Riff. What's your team? He wants, to, t- know t- team. He okay, wants to know your oh, team. Okay, fine. Oh, that's fine. I have Malcolm Brogdon at the one. I have Malik Monk at the two. Herb Jones at the three. Jalen Johnson at the four. Wendell Carter at the five. And Bogdan Bogdanovich as my sixth man.
0: So you have two players who can't play defense, and your I would five is Claxton always hurt. At the five? Who can't play
1: defense? I would, Malik Monk at the five and Malcolm Brogdon. kind of
3: round at the defense.
1: Uh Malcolm Brogdon's not a bad defender. You have the Milwaukee Bucks perimeter defense right now. I Uh, watched
3: him last year, bro. He was getting blown by a lot.
1: He was getting He's older. He's older. Uh, But Herb Jones is one of the best defenders in the game. Jalen Johnson's a great defender in his own right. Wendell Carter can hold it down at the paint. He's always
0: hurt. I don't got no injury-prone players on my team. I didn't know that
2: we were taking
3: that.
0: We're taking him at
2: face value.
1: I
3: should have, I guess.
2: He's right. Wendell does get hurt a lot. He's right. Your team's okay. Let me go through mine. Let me go.
3: I think they probably got the best team. I think they got the uh, best team, too. One, yeah. I, the one I got, Jordan Clarkson. That's cool. KCP uh, at the two. Lou Dort at the three. OG at the four. Nasrid at the five. Six-man MPJ.
2: I'm interested to see who's going to work this offense. Clarkson.
3: Nasrid might be my <laughs> second option to run this offense.
2: And then, uh, My team is, I got Reeves at the one. Derek White at the two. Caruso at the three. Cam at the four. Zubak at the five. And Isaiah Joe coming off my bench. Isaiah Joe is a good pick. We're going to shoot you out of death. I got I got straight snipers on this team. Me too, me too. I got some I got some shooters. All my players could shoot, every single one of them. It's just your backcourt doesn't defend to save their life. That's okay. You can hide them where? Oh, we're role players. So yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) This is role. You got them somewhere. (laughs) My team locks up. We're gonna have a top five defense in week. Dallas team, I think, is the best. Uh, we're we're going nice. to have top well, two defense. My only problem with your team is you don't have, like, a, a Ball handling yeah. is, is a little question. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson's is going to bring it up every time. You probably could have used Tyson. Jordan fans. Clarkson. Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> but I didn't want to have Ty's and Let Clarkson backward. Who was your sixth man? MPJ. You
2: should have put Clarkson there. I'll
3: be honest. I was cooked at and put Ty's on my one. Or, yeah. You I didn't took really need MPJ, MPJ, MPJ. before. Yeah. you did. before put You
2: took Clarkson before uh MPJ, right? You did. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was screwed no matter what at defense at the at the one. Because you took Suggs. That's who I wanted to legitimately solidify. What did Caruso? Um, Caruso, of course. I had, I had no chance. And yeah, if Chris I Chris Dunn. When if he I said,
3: t- I'm going to take my three, I was like, let's go. And he's like, I'm going to go small. I'm like,
1: fuck. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> if I would have went Tyce Jones, I would have had no defense either. So either which way, I was kind of screwed.
0: You had Chris Dunn there available. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon's better. Dante X was, elite was, was there.
1: Uh, but again, Malcolm Brogdon's
0: better. Dante DiVincenzo was there. I have enough defense That's and you. offense. I got well, a nice combination both of
1: both belted. defense and offense. Now, I
0: think you got you drafted some good guards, yeah. given what was there. Yeah, I would have probably went with Trey Murphy over Aaron Gordon. Thinking back on it now, Aaron Gordon still one of Murphy. the better. I would have went, went Trey over
2: Cam. I should have went Trey over
0: Cam. I would have had Suggs, Allen, McDaniel's, and Trey Murphy. Am
2: I tripping or is, is um
1: the rules were in the back of my head? So I felt like the yeah. whole time. Was Trey, Trey was Murphy has struggled back. shooting this season.
0: I was thinking about Mo Wagner instead of Hartenstein because Mo Wagner. When he plays a lot of minutes, he's really good. I know
1: a lot of his shots are threes, but six, 36% from three. Yeah, I, I can't have that
2: on my team. If you either 38 it up, I can't have that.
1: Because last year, he was at 41. The year
2: before that, his rookie also season. was at 40 this year. He's the yeah. best ever. <sighs>
0: if we measure per 36 stats, I think my team has the best stats. Uh, per 36.
2: The fuck are we doing?
0: Zomo so Wagner this year is averaging 22 and 9 per, per 36. 36.
1: Per yeah. 36. What's Wendell Carter's per 36? <laughs> let
0: me check. It's probably going to be like 11 yeah, and 10. No, nah, let like me
2: check. shit probably
1: like 30 and 8.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, he probably plays close to 30 minutes at night, no?
0: Um, Wendell Carter Jr.'s is 16 and 10. Okay. Per 36, 36. reads
2: is 17 6 and 5. I got I got me Legend. a good one. I got me a good one. Let's see Derek White. Oh, that's no, funny with the with the role players minutes. per 36 is important as fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grayson yeah. Allen per 36 is
2: remember when I was calling out THT 36? 14 per 36, man?
0: 14.6 points per game.
2: Derek White is uh 18 damn, 18 5 and 5 with a block and a steal. We're here. He's the best. For nah, seven. I
0: don't think the per 36 is not going to help my case. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Now was just only giving you 27. All 20 these players are playing a, per a lot.
2: 36 like that's what he does
1: per thirty six, right. man, what a time that the was. The only
0: player it should help is Isaiah Hartenstein and Emmanuel Quickly, maybe. But per McDaniel's Zubak is Allen sixteen and, and
2: thirteen. Goodness, Goodness. Yeah. Let's stop this per thirty six nonsense. We have to, unfortunately. They're going to be playing thirty minutes <laughs> <laughs> somehow, some way. I like my team. My team's dope. I like
1: it. I'll be honest. I might have to buy myself a Jalen Johnson jersey. <laughs> He's
2: good. He's he lit.
0: Good. So last year, Jaden McDaniel shot forty percent from three. So he fell off. I mean, last year was 39.8%. Uh, this year, 38.3%. Versus attempts last year? It was the same. 3.4, oh. 3. 3.3 this, this year. Is,
3: this is McDaniel's year four, right? Yeah. Year four, Jalen averaged 20. Well, Jalen was just playing <laughs> behind Cat.
0: Okay. Who yeah. just dropped 60 oh. the other day, but by the way. They, they lost. What happened? They lost. What was the result? They <laughs> lost. They lost. year four by we had, the way, t- they were 60. We they had lost.
3: Tatum and Kemba this year, 2019, 2020. He was playing behind both of them.
0: Very... It's very you it's, said Kemba sucked at the my time. my god, let him cook. He just cooked. <laughs> he said Kemba sucked at he the did. time.
1: And we had Gordon Hayward.
2: Dose. And you know, Marcus Smart. Dells, you notice how Joel walked in. He was like, Luca, Luca 70-70. It just ignores when the Suns lose yeah. or minutes like that book at 60. They were just on we, a seven game win, losing he didn't say to a a word. A,
1: losing to a Hallibur and Indiana Pacers. Yeah, their offense is And Obi
2: doing it too, nice.
1: too. Yeah, Pascal is Tough. him. Rick Tough.
2: Carlisle.
3: Yeah.
1: Like someone tried to tell y'all about him. Nah, he
0: told about really the, the wrong team, player, That shit's crazy. <laughs> the Brogdon, Lavert, <laughs> yeah, T.J. Warren, Sabonis, Sabonis, Very Miles yeah, Turner. No. Nah, that was mid team. It was, mid-team. was mid-team. what are you talking that about? That team is mid.
2: No shot at doing anything.
0: Malcolm Brogdon
1: was the sixth man of the year last year. First off, respect him. Sabonis cool. goes was All NBA last really season. All star. He's All-Star. gonna
2: try to really milk this. Um, they're mid, bro. Let's move on. They were mid. Oh, worth. That Pacers <laughs> team was mid. They made it to the playoffs. Not that year. I think they got swept before that.
1: The year before they made the playoffs.
2: I think they got swept. They might have.
0: So, Riv, let's talk about the Suns because you're going to mention that loss, but what you're not going to mention is that they was on a seven-game win streak before that. Eater. They beat the Mavericks. Your Bulls, they came back against your Bulls, by the way, and KD. Unfortunately. He iced your I team with that, that double pump. And, the and, ca- and that Caruso again,
1: picked up on him and unfortunately, he got pumped to death.
2: Six they four. beat
0: the Pacers, even though they just lost the Pacers as well um, yesterday. They beat the Pelicans, Kings, Blazers, Kings, I mean, Lakers. I think the Suns are starting to figure it out. I think they're starting to figure it out. This team is finally healthy. They have a nine and five record with the big three. And the best part about the team right now is that when Katie and Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are on the court together, they have 500 plus possessions and their offensive rating is through the roof. They're like at 135.7 offensive Man. rating plus 25.1 net rating, 63% EFG. From every part of the court, they're shooting lights out, 74% at the rim. 52% on all mid-ranges, 45% on all threes. The defense is not going to be a top-10 unit, but they are banking on this offense being nuclear. The Nuggets just won a championship last year with a top-level offense and an average defense.
1: That defense didn't play average in the playoffs, to be fair.
0: Okay, but in the regular season, they was ranked 15th in defensive rating. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns, I think they need to make one or two more trades because they need to fill out their team right now. It's only six guys I trust going into a playoff series. That's KD, Booker, Beal, Grayson Allen, Nurkic and Eric Gordon. Outside of that, there's not somebody else that you can really trust. Kate Bates. For a, a couple defensive possessions I, I do be trust belated, them. Bro. For a, a couple a couple defensive possessions I do trust them. They have been rumored to be after Miles Bridges. There's a lot of politics behind that. If Ooh. the Suns want to catch that B, that PR backlash, uh, if they're willing to do it, then that trade could be on the table. They need one more player to fill out this lineup. But this team is finally getting back to what I think, or it's getting to what I think it can be, which is an elite-level offense and one of the top teams in the West. As long as these three are healthy, then they're going to make a push for a deep, Western Conference playoff run? So, 2021,
2: 2022, the years they had Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. And in the half court, they were number two in points per play, number seven in points per play. Last year, they were number five. I don't know what it was without with – this year, they're 17th. So, they're not awful. You know, they're around the middle in the half court defense. You know, so – probably another move or two for another defender could help that for sure. You know, probably pop them up to about 12 or 13, which is a a comparable defense to get, make you to have you get a deep run because you have a high powered offense. That was always the question with this team. You know, if they're healthy, or can, how, when can they get healthy? Will these role players be good enough? And, you know, Grayson Allen has been hoping That is the other guy you trust. Nurkic is the other guy you trust. You know, so they need to find those two other guys to kind of fill out this roster because, unfortunately, the other guys haven't panned out. But really, this this team is probably going to get the same, you know, vibe as the Clippers. This all this team predicates on health. If this team is healthy, this team can make a run. You know, this team can go into the playoffs. You feel confident in the big three and the other and whenever they make a move to get another guy, you know. So this is this is all about health with this team. You know, Bradley Bill was dealing with injuries early on, then Devin Booker was dealing with some injuries. Now they're starting to catch their stride. You know, it is hilarious So they did lose to uh Halley's team last night without Halley.
1: And Bill got popped. Yeah, he did broke his nose.
2: Devin Booker had sixty and they lost. Kind of crazy. Yeah, he did. He came um, back. Yeah, you hate to see it for sure. <laughs> undoubtedly. The paces without
0: Pascal and Tyrese, the other the night dropped like 130. They no. can score.
2: Yeah, no, they can score. Like no matter who's on the court, they can score. It's, it's something about Devin Booker scoring a lot of points and losing. Yeah, you hate it. You hate to see it. You do hate. But to um, see it. you know, Phoenix is it's gonna be fun in the West. It really is gonna be an exciting time in the West because like four to five teams realistically have a chance to go to the WCF. You know, four to five teams have a chance to really make a deep run.
0: What are the teams in your your opinion? Oh God, we
2: doing this. Um, you got Suns. You got the Clippers.
3: The Suns are in your contender
0: too.
2: To make the WCF, I think they're going to make. Oh, sorry, it. that's what he asked me need to make a WCF. Oh, you got the Suns, you got the Clippers, um, you got OKC, you got Denver, you got Minnesota. No Lakers. Nah, not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Oh my God! I just that's asking for a lot to, for them to do it again. You know, to come out the play in. You know who's they, on the team. If you guys get to the playoffs, sevenths or six seeds, six five, we could talk. But I think coming out the play in, then having to go play one of those four teams in the first, then playing another team like that's that's just a lot to ask. You know, I just love being He's a Laker fan. Yeah, that's no, a lot, and I'm not saying you guys can't. I'm just not gonna put my, you know, eggs in that. Sure really, yeah, you're
0: not gonna put trust into that team.
2: Yeah, not yet, not yet. Yeah, but I do think the Suns, if they make another move or two, this team could legitimately be, you know, a really great team. You know, all of them, the, No, I, I agree. <laughs> they, they, they need a shit ton, which is hilarious. But all, cause all the moves in the off season, once again, this part of the table, <laughs> knew those guys weren't good. You all know, all those minimums. Yeah, all those minimums. Out, they, they, ain't good. Drew Eubanks has been solid. You didn't even mention him and the guys you trust. You saw they had no, that video I of bro didn't.
3: changing the locker room? Of who? Drew Eubanks getting butt naked in the locker room. No, I didn't <laughs> see that. They're interviewing KT. <laughs> the background is just taking his pants off. It was crazy. <laughs> Jesus.
2: But the Suns are cool. They just got to stay healthy. No, send me that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. No, you're not. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Actually, for Drew Bank naked, man. It's crazy. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit! That was nuts. That was nuts.
0: <laughs> I want to see the interview. It was probably funny. <laughs>
3: KD didn't even acknowledge oh, it because it was like behind shit. KD. He didn't notice.
0: Oh, my
2: God. I do think they're going to need a playmaker. Jim McConnell. Yeah, like he's not gonna, getting moved. He's not. He's not no way. They're gonna need somebody. Like I know dead. Devin Booker, the the idea of him being point guard is cool. Bradley but, Bill's been a point guard. Bradley Bill's mm-hmm. cool, but I do think they need a guy with a real feel for the point guard position. You know, I think Bradley Bill and Devin Booker are good secondary playmakers, but I, you know, they're they're tenth in offense, they're tenth in a half court. You expect that to be better. But they also have been banged up, so that's not the full catalyst for their offense. But you you know. I do would like them to get a playmaker here and there if they can find one if they not if they can't then you know they can still make a run.
1: I think it was something before this game versus Dallas where it's 1 two, three, 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 just an unbelievable streak of games where Devin Booker had had, had had at least 5 assists. I think it was the most in his career. Right now he's ninth in terms of assists in the league with 7.4. But I still agree. I don't know if he's a true point guard. You mentioned Bradley Beal has been accepting that responsibility. We've seen this offense with the, the big three of Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant reach the offensive heights that we were anticipating coming in. But on the defensive side of the ball, that's where things really are the biggest questions on the Phoenix Suns, where their best defensive team is when Devin Booker and Bradley Beal are not on the floor. Of course, that's never going to be the case in a big-moment situation. So they're going to have to find a way to, to to lock in when the time is asked. But you have to respect what the Phoenix Suns are doing right now. It starts with Kevin Durant, of course, Devin Booker, with the way that Kevin Durant and his splits have been this season. There's been very few better scorers in the league. Maybe Joel Embiid. Maybe we throw Luka Doncic in there. But that's about it. That's about the conversation I'm willing to have. And then right after Kevin Durant, It's his teammate, Devin Booker, and you see performances like last night where he just can go unconscious, and he's just one of the best scorers this game has seen. But the defensive side of the ball is a genuine concern for me, and why when we we talk about the long-term goal for the Phoenix Suns, of course, being the championship, that's where I kind of have pushback because I need to see how this team, one, is able to stay healthy for a sustained amount of time, and two, in a playoff setting, can this team really lock in on the defensive side of the ball? Because like I mentioned, the big three – their, their defensive rating is not the best when when it's the lineup of Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Grayson Allen, and Yusuf Nurkic. But offensive, offense is what you're saying. That's their backbone. I agree. That's what it needs to be. That's what the idea was coming into the season. But you do need to have some level of defense. Like I mentioned with Denver, last season, in the regular season, they were a pretty average defensive group. But when it was time in the playoffs – We saw them elevate their play while still maintaining one of the league's best offenses in the game, too. I don't know if the Suns have the capabilities to do that. I don't know if they have the role players to do that. Like a Denver where you saw KCP, you saw Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon, even MPJ lock in on the defensive side of the ball. Jokic even improved his defensive ability in the playoffs. So I respect what the Phoenix Suns are doing right now. You have to acknowledge that. We, We understood that we had to give this time. Give the Phoenix Suns time with the big three to show what they're really capable of. But still, even when they're on the court, that defense is a problem.
3: It hasn't been too bad, the defense, over these last eight games. Um, you know, you had that seven-game win streak, and of course they lost last night to the um, to the Pacers. I'm just trying to double-check because I saw, okay, no, they're still, over this eight-game stretch, they're still 16th in defensive rating. Um Oh, excuse me, this is on the season. Let me mm-hmm. let me look at the last eight games. I believe they're, they were 10th. I that's can read much. you so some stats for the lineup. Of, so the last the last eight games, are 10th defensive rating.
1: With Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Grayson Allen, Kevin Durant, and Yusuf Nurkic. Their points per possession is 115.6. That's 44th percentile. Their EFG is 57.3, 30th percentile.
3: Yeah, not good. Uh, but these last eight games, when they have been winning, been together, defensive rating as a team has been pretty decent at 10th. And when you look at another team like the Milwaukee Bucks out east, it's hard to find really yeah. any segments or any lineups. I know we, we did mention that their starting five has been solid. Um, but at least as a team, their whole defensive rating has, has not been for sniffing sure. the top 10 really no matter what way you slice it. Um, but you mentioned it. This is going to be a team that's going to be predicated on offense. And over these eight games, they have the highest true shooting percentage in the league. You have Beal and Booker combining for four 40-point games. Of course, Booker had 60 last night, it did ended in L, but this is what you've been seeing. You've been seeing KD and Booker having these huge blow up games. I do think the competition over those seven games, they're not playing the dogs of the NBA. You know, they they don't have, I don't think like that real signature win over that span. You had the Lakers, Blazers, Kings, Pels, Pacers without Halley, Bulls and Mavericks without Kyrie. So I'm not really looking at any of those games and saying like, you know, this was the signature win that I could look at in a playoff set and be like, this was the, you know, the intensity that we'll see then. But you have dudes that have showed up before, of course, having Kevin Durant, Booker and, you know, Beal maybe doesn't have that high level moment. But I think we all expect him to be able to perform um, in that situation.
2: Let it be known before that eight game win streak, they played the Clippers and they were both healthy, and they got their ass.
3: They lost by, like, they, yeah, they uh, sat, right? Or no, that was the Laker game where they ended up sitting in the fourth quarter. That was nasty. But uh, that's the only halt I have is this team is getting better. They're obviously better than they were a couple weeks ago when we were having that Lakers-Suns-Warriors conversation. I feel like they propelled themselves over that tier at least. But to put them in a... Finals conversation, which is what this team has to do, right? You don't go out and trade all of that for Bradley Beal and last season, acquire Kevin Durant. If you're not in the finals talk and we're going to talk about another team in the next segment, who's also having their own issues on the other side of the ball. Um, but right now when I'm looking at like Denver, Minnesota, the Clippers, I still need to see more from this Suns team. Cause I feel like those other teams that I'm putting in my contender list have showed me more through, you know, January, 2024.
0: That's why I didn't need to get somebody else that could play defense on a wing. I want to make something clear. Kevin Durant is one of the best defenders in basketball. He's one of the best defenders in the world right now. And he probably is one of the biggest reasons why their defense isn't totally falling off. What he can do as a rim protector, it doesn't get talked about enough. And the fact that he, to this point in his career, has zero defensive teams, I think is a travesty. Because I think last year when he was in Brooklyn, even though he didn't play, he played half the season. I thought he played like an elite defender. The years in Golden State, 100% should have been on the defensive team. He was an elite rim protector for that defense. Even though Draymond was a huge part of that, Kevin Durant was an elite defender there. He was. And he really honed in on that side of the ball. What he's been doing with the Suns, I mean, I know we talk about offense so much, but he deserves a lot of credit for the defensive role that he's playing on his team. I think we're moving into a stage in the NBA where, you don't have to have a top 10 defense to win a championship. I'm not saying that the Suns are going to win it all, but I think that defense gets really overblown. And when we use it in a historical context, people often leave out that with the top 10 defense that teams that usually win a championship have, they all have a top 10 offense. All the teams that have won a championship outside of the Bucks in recent history and the Pistons
2: in 2004. I think the Cavs. I was going to say the Cavs Cavs didn't have top 10 on both sides. The Cavs in a when? The 2016 Cavs? They have top 10 on offense. They didn't have a top 10 defense.
0: Okay, so all those teams that have won a championship, for the most part, they they have had an elite-level offense, and they were able to catch fire, even if their defense was great. We just saw the first example of this new era we're heading into with offense being more important with the Nuggets last year in the playoffs. They had an elite offense. Their defense was average. It's about putting together stops at the right time. And I think with the Suns, it's about communication.
3: It's about dudes stepping up, right? You saw Jokic go on historic run. You saw Jamal Murray average 10 assists in the final. So you, you need to have stops on defense. But it's about your, stall, your star players playing at a top level. You need KD playing at a top five, top three level. You need Devin Booker at minimum playing at top 10, if not top seven or eight level. You need Bradley Beal being able to play off them. So defense is still important, but more than anything, you need your stars to step up, and, and the Suns have that.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it gears into because you still, you know, you because if you look at the contenders in the league right now, as of today, you got Boston, who's top ten in both. OKC's top ten in both. Denver's probably the one that's not. You know, Minnesota's up there; they're not top ten in offense. You know, Clippers, they're top ten in both. So like, you still, you still at some point gonna have to get some stops, get around it. And then like jo- uh, Drew mentioned earlier, you know, Denver was a top ten defense. They they became a great defense in the playoffs. So when it matters, you still gotta get. You know, you still gotta get stops. And historically, yeah, you mentioned it. people do forget. The part of where like these most of these top ten defenses are elite offenses as well. Like they're great on both ends of the floor, and I think you still need both of that. I do think the Suns have a have a, um, a versatility problem in offense. You know, I was looking at the way they get their shots, and twenty three percent is at the rim, fourteen percent is the short mid, two they're in the second percentile in the long mid. Corner threes is bottom ten in the league. Non corner threes is nineteenth all threes combined is 21 so they don't get a lot most of their work is in the long mid range you know and i think the, the clippers one problem is they don't get to the rim enough and i think the suns have that same problem they don't they don't beat you in a lot of ways you know they kind of have the same type of offensive players you know, they can all hit the three ball yeah. but they don't they don't do a ton of that and they also don't get to the rim a ton much and i think you do need a variety of ways to beat uh beat other teams especially defenses that can stop the long mid or can you know can build up schemes or game plans that can stop all that, then what can you do as opposed to that? And I think, you know, and I keep saying the Clippers, I think these are two similar teams, but that could be the crutch with both teams. They don't get to the rim enough and they need to, you know, you need to become versatile on that. end. you need to become versatile in the offensive way. And I think they have the players to do it. It's just about, can they open their game up more?
1: feel like that's why I acknowledge OKC a lot, because their best player is one of the best attackers of the rim. Of course, you have the presence of Chet Holmgren down there, but they're also one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. Uh, but just a correction, Riv. I knew it was a LeBron team that wasn't top 10 in offense. It was the Lakers. They ah, were 11th. Okay. Mm-hmm. That team with the Cavaliers was third mm-hmm. and top 10 in defense. Okay, 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 okay. Yep. So it was
2: the, late, the, mm-hmm. the bubble.
1: Correct. They were the top. We were 11th in offense and third in defense. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got
0: it. Grayson Allen is shooting 49.6% from three this year. 84% of his threes are wide open. The only players that sense. are left more open are Zach Collins, Derek Jones Jr., Herb Jones, Ayo Dosumu, Nikola Vucevic, right. and Josh Giddy.
2: So he's doing wide open things. So yeah, I don't... mean,
0: it makes sense. Why I, I, he, I, I hear 50%. a lot of
1: non-shooters in that too, Fast. but then on top of it is... The 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 defense is obviously going to gravitate towards KD, Booker, sure, Bradley. Sure. Beal. Yeah, this is a KD yeah, Booker Beal stat. That's a pre, that's a exactly Just when a, you when you have when you have man, three you know?
0: guys as good as as those guys. Someone like Grayson Allen, who on other teams is not getting left this open, he's the guy that, that gets left open. Three, yeah. Well, yeah, he's not a fifty percent three point shooter, but he's still a forty percent three point shooter. Yeah, for sure
1: it's when you're wide open, you're in the NBA. You got
2: to make shot. these looks. For sure. If you miss, you're going to get on the bench. At
0: least one of every two. At least. Nice. The Timberwolves' offense, I think, is an issue. They're 32-13. and 13. They're second in the West right now. You mentioned they don't have a top-ten offense. They're 19th in offense the offensive rating. They're still the best defense in the NBA. Um, for me, I feel like when Mike Conley's not out there, it really messes up the rhythm and flow of their offense because now they have Edwards playing point guard. They bring in Kyle Anderson to play point guard sometimes. Mm
2: -hmm. Shout out to Kyle, man. They
0: need a backup point guard. Jordan McLaughlin's not cutting it. Shake Milton's not cutting it. They need somebody else that can facilitate the offense. I feel like where this team really struggles on offense is in the fourth quarter. Mm Kind of like the same thing with the Suns. The Suns struggle in the fourth quarter as well. You look at the past three games. The T-Wolves barely got over the Nets the other night.
3: Cal Burgess hit his free throws. It's going overtime.
0: And that that game. And Edwards missed ten straight shots. I don't know if he did or not. He shot the shooting
3: was ugly. It was like three fourteen something. Recall that
0: the Nets came (laughs) back. The Nets came back in the fourth quarter on the Tim Wolves. The game before, I believe it was against the Hornets where the Hornets came back after the T Wolves had an 18 point lead. And then the game before that, they were up on OKC and then OKC came back and all those comebacks happen in the fourth quarter. I feel like their fourth quarter offense is terrible. I feel like it's a lot of one-on-one ball. Definitely. And until they can figure out this offense, there are serious concerns about them as a playoff team because they can get into these ruts where nothing is going. It's turnover after the turnover. It's a bad shot selection. It's too early of a shot in the shot clock. And last time we seen this team in the playoffs almost win a series, I would say, against the Grizzlies, they should have won. They blew almost every fourth quarter that they had a lead in. And we're seeing that this is not just a now problem. This is a reoccurring problem. So until this team can figure out their fourth quarter offense, it's really hard to trust them in the playoffs and to have full confidence and say, I think they can beat this, 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 and this team in, in the playoffs because as a top seed, They might run into the Lakers. They might run into the Suns. They might run into the Mavericks. They might run into teams that have more figured out offensively. They might not be as good defensively, but offensively, they can score in bunches. And if the Timberwolves can't match that, they're going to be in trouble. Because I think you can rely on defense to a certain extent, but sometimes offense is just better. And I feel like that's a problem the Wolves are running into. Edwards has to be more efficient. His mid-range efficiency has dropped down a ton. I feel like Cat has to be more locked in. The the 60-point game he had was exceptional, but he was such a liability on defense that he got benched in the fourth. I mean, when do you ever hear about a guy dropping 60 and getting benched? He has to be better defensively, and somebody else, and I think it should be McDaniels, got to step up offensively. And I feel like there just needs to be more plays run, because right now it just feels like a lot of one-on-one ball, and I don't think that's a conducive way to winning. I don't
3: think so either. Sorry, Riff. No, uh, do your thing, bro. The defense is elite, right? I think that number <laughs> one defense is still elite. 19th offensive rating. You mentioned the fourth quarter issues. 28th in offensive rating in the clutch in January. We had that Nets game last night. Uh, it was ugly. They won 96-94. to 94. They had more turnovers than made shots in that fourth quarter. Uh, it was ugly to watch that game. Mikael Bridges missed his first free throw when it was 96-94. Missed the second one on purpose. Tried to get the rebound. Wasn't able to do it. You could get away with that against the Nets because it's the Nets and you know they're one of the 10 worst teams in basketball. But with the Timberwolves, how they've been playing this year, it's not about being the bad teams. It's about making a deep playoff run. And it's going to be difficult for this team if they can't figure out their fourth quarter woes. But I think the one thing you can look at is they were an exceptional clutch team before January. Through Christmas, they were 9-1 in clutch games. They were outscoring opponents by 25 points per 100 possessions. I think the two things that have been killing them so far – is one the isolation ball where it feels like the ball could get stuck in people's hands, and Mike Conley definitely contributes to that when he's not on the floor, um, not having a natural point guard to kind of facilitate the offense. You see Ant Edwards do a lot of iso ball. Um, That is one thing, but the, I think more than anything, it's been turnovers. They're a 16. They have 16.4 percent turnover rate in the clutch, which is fifth worst in the NBA. I do think it's fixable. I think turnovers, even though it's been an issue for them really all season long, I do think turnovers. Is one thing they can fix, and getting Mike Conley back is going to be a huge, a huge help. But it's the ceiling on this team does feel a little bit more capped than it did a month ago. I think a month ago, a lot of Timberwolves, Timberwolves fans and a lot of fans across the league were thinking this is a team that can make a legitimate run to the finals because you have. One of, if not the best defense in the NBA. And you have a rising star, an MVP type dude in Anthony Edwards, who down the clutch, we've seen time and time again think about that Boston game in November where he was just hitting clutch basket after clutch basket, where you felt like the defense can carry us. And then fourth quarter time, we can rely on Ann Edwards to get us those buckets. In January, that hasn't happened. You know, I think they're they're four and five in clutch games in this month after being nine and one. So I still think the ability's there and they have the talent to do it. It's really been these turnovers that have been killing them. And then, like you mentioned, Mike Conley being out is, is a big hurt, too. But they still have time to correct it. April's still a far time away. But not being able to fix those teams, or if they're not able to fix those two things, it's going to be hard to fix that in the playoffs.
1: Got it, Riff.
2: Oh, man. You know, we talk about LeBron a lot. And we talk about how LeBron's longevity is, you know, top tier and how, you know, he's one of the greatest players ever and how he his longevity is the most important thing. We don't give enough credit, though, to the other guys that longevity have, you know, been really good. Mike Conley is an example. You know, Mike Conley has been in the league for a really long time. You know, he's been steady. He's been a really good point guard. He's adjusted his game to the new modern era. Now he's a sniper in this league. And I, I wanted to just give a little credit to Mike Conley because he's been a steady point guard for multiple teams in his tenure. Um, Utah, Memphis, you know, he was the backbone for Memphis' as his playoff teams. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. He was the uh, backbone. <laughs> he was the backbone for Memphis's uh, playoff teams, and then um, of course Utah and then Minnesota. Um, you look at this team though, Minnesota, man. Minnesota. It's, it's funny because Dells, you 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 mentioned it. <laughs> that was you mentioned it, man. I tried. I tried. I tried. I see the corner of my
1: eye. I see Dells. Look at me. go. <laughs>
2: Um, oh, like I was saying, Dels, you mentioned it, man. November, December, teams, were, pe- people were singing a different tune about this Minnesota Timberwolves team. They you know, were singing, they were a different best team them. in the league. You know, even this month, you can look at that Clippers game. You know, they came down in the clutch, they got the W. You know, looking at this team, you know they're number six percentile in EFG, but across the board at the rim, mid, short mid, mid, long mid, bottom of the league. You know, all mid. Bottom of the league, you know this team. You know they can shoot corner threes, they can shoot non-corner threes, they can do that at a high rate. But this team, in the versatility department, is gone, and not them not having a playmaker outside of Mike Conley is a pro, is a problem. But I think that leap from Anthony Edwards as a playmaker is also an issue. You know, you expected Mike Conley to be there, of course, and be the playmaker, but you expect also Ant Man to kind of take that jump as a playmaker. And he hasn't done that to the full of his ability. it's nothing wrong with that. You know, he's still extremely young. He's 22. You know, he can, yeah, he could still make that leap, of course. But you expected this year, especially with the way they started earlier, to make that run. And he still has troubles with turnovers, decision-making. You know, he has his moments for sure. But consistently, he has to put it together in that department. And then, of course, Jaden McDaniels, you expected him to make a leap. But I think we talked about it together in the offseason. Like, how is he... Going to be able to make that offensive leap when he has, you know, they have multiple guys in front of him that needs to eat. Even Mike Conley, who gets the ball more than him. You got Cat, who you got to feed. And Edwards is going to get fed regardless. So, you know, it's hard for Jaden to kind of make that jump offensively. You know, and then, of course, Nas Reed has woken up on the scene. Low-key, it feels like, who gets the ball more than, you know, Jaden McDaniels on the scoring department. So this team has an issue with turnovers. They have an issue with locking in offensively on 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 key nights you know but they have still when they what i've seen this year is when it's time to play a top team they've shown the ability like against boston like against the clippers like against okc that they can lock in and they can get those w's and that gives you the confidence if you're a minnesota fan that this team has the ability to put it all together it's just about consistency and you know this is a team that's kind of on the middle ground of young and old they kind of have a good collection of it but you know still number one in the uh west you know still Got 30-plus wins, you know, still one of the best teams in the league. But come playoff time, seven-game series, you can rely on this defense to show up. offensively. Can you make the proper reads? Can you get the guys – can you get guys open? You know, can you be consistent on that end? Can you not have those turnover walls? Because in the playoffs, the game gets slower. For sure. The defense gets tighter. The court looks a little smaller. The lights get brighter. What can you do? And turnovers are the main issue for teams – you know, then you, you're not going to be a team that can get out the first round or the second round. And this is a tough West.
1: I think you you made some excellent points there, Riv. But right there, as you were wrapping up, you said, in the playoffs, the game gets slower. Now, for the Wolves, they already run their offense at a pretty slow pace, if yep. I'm not mistaken, 23rd in terms of pace. Now, pace can be a little bit – it's a little give and take where we see some of the best offense in the league play with the highest pace in the game, Indiana, the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, who plays with the most pace in the game? The Washington Wizards, one of the worst teams in the league. But we do acknowledge that these teams that do get out and run, it also can lead to a pretty efficient offense. Now, I think that they could use that to their advantage where they're not a team that has the necessity of speed on their side with two big men on the court for a majority of the game with Carl Anthony Towns. And of course, more importantly in this situation, Rudy Gobert. Now, it's weird that, this offense just suddenly forgets how to play basketball come fourth quarter because they are a top three team in terms of three-point shooting. They're one of the most efficient teams in basketball. That also goes hand-in-hand with, of course, Rudy Gobert being on the team where he's always going to be one of the league leaders in in true shooting percentage. That's just natural for all centers. But it's interesting because come come playoff time, they have – in my opinion, one of the more important factors, and that's a lockdown defense. Riv saying that they play with a little bit slower pace or playoff time, it is a slower game because it most definitely is. You could look at that to be an advantage for Minnesota where they're already playing at a slow pace, so they're already kind of getting into that playoff mode, but what they do need to lock down on is fourth-quarter scoring. It can't be where you're you're winning in games and suddenly your offense just forgets how to to run in the clutch situations. That also goes to your leader, Anthony Edwards, too. Understanding when it's his time to to take over a game. And I think that that will come with time. I think the playmaking is okay. It's not bad. It definitely can improve. But understanding that he has a lot of roles on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, he has to be the, the number one scorer on top of that, too. So in, integrating, facilitating in, that definitely can come with time. But I think Minnesota right now, is, is is still playing great basketball, and I understand that this team was not built for, for competing for the regular season. You want to compete for championships. But it, it's a matter of down the stretch of games. Can your guys who are your, your top guys be integral – and winning and closing out a ball game. I think that's the biggest question because defensively you have no worries. Offensively, you know Anthony Edwards is going to get his. Carl Anthony Towns has been one of the most efficient players in basketball. The health of Mike Conley, of course, when he's on the court, we know that he is one of the better role-playing point guards in the game too. And Jaden McDaniels, where he is an elite defender, hasn't been as great as last year, but still great in his own right. And Nas Reed. It's just who, who can we look on beyond that that you trust on this team? Minnesota's an awesome team, but I do worry about the the depth of this squad.
0: I think the depth is fine, honestly. I think it's just a point guard position, and I don't believe that playmaking is the biggest issue with Anthony Edwards. I think it's his efficiency. In the mid-range, he's shooting 36%. Earlier in the year, that was like at 50%, so he's dropped off tremendously. And then you look at his uh, numbers in the paint, in the non-restricted area, it's 39%. So I think for a player like him in the past, he's been in the 45 to 50% area. And then in the mid-range, he's been more efficient. So I think if he can be more efficient in those areas that I think he can be, then the offense gets a little boost in that, but they just need a point guard. Mm-hmm. Because right now, the McLaughlin minutes or the Kyle Anderson at the one or having Anthony Edwards being the one minutes, I just don't think it's really working for them.
1: The The thing with Minnesota and why... I feel like Anthony Edwards' interior presence may not be as dominant as it, it could be is because there's always going to be a body down there so long as Rudy Gobert is on the court. It's very hard to space the floor with Rudy Gobert unless you're picking and rolling and then you just leave Gobert at the free-throw line. You know what I mean? It's it's almost impossible in that regard. And it's I don't want to say that the Minnesota Timberwolves are the Jazz 2.0. I feel like that's a little bit preemptive. Cry. But you do have that worry where Rudy Gobert is an unbelievable defensive anchor. he. There's a reason why the Minnesota Timberwolves are number one in defensive rating. Yes, there are some great defensive pieces on that team outside of just Rudy Gobert, but we know Rudy Gobert's impact offensively. It becomes very hard for him to be on the court because of the lack of spacing. But again, they do have some great three-point shooters. It's just if you want to have a presence down low, it becomes very difficult because Rudy Gobert's just a body there.
0: Something I will say about that comparison, because I've heard that comparison thrown out there a couple of times, maybe in terms of expectation, it might be similar. Mm-hmm. But in terms of if the Timberwolves fall short of expectations, how it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. Like it happened with the jazz, like the jazz lost because they had no perimeter defenders yep. and they were getting torched defensively with the Timberwolves they'll be fine on defense. The way it's going to happen for them is breakdowns and meltdowns of offense in the fourth quarter. So where I can understand that comparison, I don't think it's similar because I think the Jazz's problem was defense, and I think th- this Timberwolves' problem is offense. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Do you have uh, concerns about their this season? I know early in the season, this was one of your picks to go to the finals. Do you still think they could do that?
0: Uh, I didn't say the finals. I said the conference finals. Uh, let, let's just be clear. I didn't say the finals. I said the conference finals.
1: Uh, we have the clips. You, you've re- I feel like you were very vocal.
0: You told Santos lock it in. I said the yeah. I said conference finals. I didn't say the finals. Y'all crazy. And right. go go look back at that clip. Um, yeah, there's some concerns there. Depending on the matchup they get, if they get if they get the a, a nuclear offense, there's some concerns there. But they should win two playoff series. I think this team is, is good enough to win two playoff series. And they if they, they should the
3: Suns. Who would win?
0: Oh, uh, that stuff. Come back to me next oh month. <laughs> Give me a month, man. You said nuclear offense. Give That's why mark. I want to see what no, you're yeah. doing. Listen, the Suns, it, it's just hard to bet against KD, Booker, and Beal. You know, it's it's going to be really hard to nice guard them. All these,
2: and all the, all these eggs and different baskets. How much help does KD really need, man?
0: <laughs> How much? Where apparently you got to get more.
3: Got to get Miles Bridges, TJ McConnell.
0: Get huh? him more, man. Just get him more. <laughs> I mean, Steph Curry had like three Hall of Famers he was playing with. i so. wrong.
2: Kevin Durant was one of them. He
0: was. Yeah, but I'm talking about before
2: well, Iguodala, what about
0: after? Draymond Clay. After, they he had an All Star starter. He had two All Stars. Two. He had a 6 Man of the Year candidate. He only had well uh, Wiggins. Wiggins. Yeah. Who's Most the other one? Fraudulent. Draymond Green. Draymond made
1: it there. I'm just. I don't know, but he's he should have been DPOY that year
0: yeah. for sure. Shout out to them. Jordan Poole, Poole, 6 Man of the Year candidate.
2: Sure. Shout out to them for oh, sure. Didn't you Drake hurt? get injured it's at, at some point of that? He did. That's
0: that's what hurt him in the DPOY case. He
2: got hurt. It's crazy because you know in the playoffs. Didn't have, a, didn't have a player close in points per game. You know, just kind of rattled out there with some bucks. You know, Shout Jordan Poole out. was giving you moments, giving you games. A lot yeah. of moments. Shout out to Steph, man.
0: Good for him, man.
2: Now you got Devin Booker. Everybody
0: do it differently, man. Everybody yeah, do it differently. Yeah, some guys
2: run. Uh, and, you know, some guys need multiple stars a year, you know, from Westbrook to Harden to Booker to Steph.
3: Don't forget the uh, Kyrie days.
1: But look, the Kyrie days. But let me ask forget. you, why – I understand that the Timberwolves don't have the this, this star, star power of the rest of these teams, but statistically, what really is the issue? You have great three-point shooting. You have a great defense. On the Timberwolves?
0: Yeah, you have a great defense. I don't think they have great three-point shooting. It's mental. They're number three in, de- in three-point shooting. But I, like... It- Going down the list of players, I don't think they attempts? have breakthrough point shooters.
1: An- Anthony Edwards is a solid three point shooter. He's shooting around 30. I'll 7, give
0: you. 38%. I'll give you.
2: Cat and. Cat is a great. Mike th- Conley. Nas Reed. Those are three good to okay. go three point shooters. I'll give you that. I think Ant is streaky.
3: Kyle Anderson. The Timberwolves are 26th in three point attempts.
2: I said I didn't take a ton
3: of
0: three. So Rudy Gobert, no. God, God. Kyle of Anderson, not. no. no. Um, Jaden
2: McDaniels, good. Not uh, many attempts. So he's all right. Yeah.
0: Again, Anthony Edwards shooting
1: 37, 38%. Mike Conley's a great three point shooter. They don't Nas take a lot Ray of for attempts, for though. Yeah, a a the attempts of, yeah. is where you got it.
0: Like, I think down the line, they have good shooters, but n- no shooter that you're like, oh, outside of Cat. Maybe. And Conley that's like, oh, I've really gotta go out there. I feel like they should start shooting more.
1: Very obviously.
3: Yeah, I don't think it should be twenty sixth. That's, that's gonna be hard to win playoff series. Especially
1: right now, with Gobert down low. And like I said, it really gets hard to make a presence felt down there. I know you need to make a Denver concerted 28th. effort.
3: Lakers were last.
1: No, that's
0: not a surprise.
3: Suns are twenty fifth. But we've been cooking. Year, we've been cooking. Wasn't 3. Denver 26. last year at a high rate? In attempts? Yeah. yeah.
0: I oh, I didn't I forgot about Nikhil Alexander Walker. He's another one on the team. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't classify him as a shooter, even though I think he, he's not shooting bad not this year. Last year,
3: Denver was 35th in attempts. They're just, excuse me, 25th. They're
2: just different.
0: Walker's shooting 37% from three. He's not shooting horribly, but he's definitely a guy that I feel like defenses are comfortable you with leaving open. You
2: leave 33 wide open.
0: 30, no, it's 37%. Oh, 37. Year, yeah.
2: Okay. So then you sag off for that. Yeah.
0: Just what he's been in the past, I think, you know, teams are okay with leaving that a bit open. He shot less threes
3: in the playoffs in the, in the regular season, too, the Nuggets last year. Shout out to them, man. Ethical hoops. Just
0: different. Ethical hoops. That's gonna be the Suns. That's the mid ranges. Their bread and butter. It is, yeah.
3: You I know? mean, you got two, two of the best in the league, probably the best of all time.
0: That's how they butted a biscuit. This week in the NBA, Luca seventy three point game. And if we just want to talk about this in this week in the NBA, we can we can do it. Luca, Joel, Cat, Devin. Let's let's talk about, about the ones that won. Let's 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 talk about uh, Luca seventy three points in a game. Only players that have had more,
2: Kobe Bryant and Wilt Chamberlain. I don't know about that Wilt shit, man. I saw a video on Twitter of them having 1940s 1940s football, and now I'm really aggravated. They really just got, like, newspaper articles. Yeah, where's the film on Wilt, man? And a picture. Yeah, we need to get that. You think Wilt didn't do it? You could get away with so much. I'm not going to say he didn't do it, but we just have film of stuff around that time, except that it's kind of, like, making me feel like they lied.
0: If it's one person that's going to break the 100-point record, it's going to be Luka Doncic.
2: I think he could do it. I don't think nobody would ever
1: do it.
0: I think it gets done. I, I saw
1: th- Paul Pierce and KG having this conversation. Paul Pierce said, "There's not enough minutes in a game." Joel B played, if I'm not mistaken, thirty.
0: No, I think he th- was 30.
1: saying that
3: too because KG said, "What will come first, hundred point from one player, two hundred in a full game from one?" He team. said nobody
2: will get a hundred.
1: Oh, he said that too. I thought Pierce Low-key,
3: was saying about Low key, the not Kings and the 200. Clippers
2: was damn near. Cl- they had like one sixty last year. I think it was like a. Wasn't the Hawks
1: and and Pacers game this season insanely high? I think 200 is
2: dead possible. I think it's, it's possible. It's tough to get needs to, an overtime. It's tough. to a hundred. It needs a few of the boys. Because you still in the fourth, in quarter of that game,
3: not, and yeah. fourth quarter of that game, they were just blitzing, blitzing uh, yeah. Luca. and that was a close game. So it's either it's going to be a close game, and when they're blitzing you, you're going to have to pass. You'd rather take the open three or the mm-hmm. open layup, Inst- or it's going to be
2: a blowout, and you're going to keep ego out there to get hundred. There's going to be somebody in the court like, fuck all that. Like That's not happening. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I need to get my odds, <laughs> too. It just happens. It's human nature. I will say there were
1: moments in that game yesterday that Luca should have held on to the ball and just gotten fouled. Instead, he was throwing dimers like he was Patrick Mahomes. Sometimes you got to play the right way. I
2: Luca, respect it. uh, yeah, I play the right way. He had
1: there. an unbelievable. This he is a one near dime perfect one got game. blocked. Yeah. This is near 20, perfect.
3: 20, 22 for 29? Something, like, it was, something was crazy. And the three-point shooting was ridiculous. Yeah. His passing for 13. was ridiculous. Yeah. For 13 from 3, yeah.
2: He had a Hawks. Uh,
1: His free throw <laughs> shooting was great, too, yeah. which usually throw, is miss. is pretty He was on
3: spot, one. Luka was really so won. great.
2: Was People forgot Trey had 30 and 12.
0: No one gave a shit. Yeah, no one yeah. gave a fuck. He was forgot. Johnson D Book went 25. for 60. Yeah. <laughs> D, the D Book went for 60. and People was like, Luca has 73. We
1: cared about the, we cared about Devin Booker scoring. It's just until he lost. That's when it was. He lost
2: and shit was like dead yeah. in the water. Yeah. They yeah, they were winning that game
3: too for majority. 73
1: game. and a loss would have been crazy. It was a lot closer the Hawks, yeah, than, yeah. they were making
3: it. I mean, that was like a four-point game at one point. Didn't D book a have seventy and loss?
1: That's what I'm saying against yeah, the Celtics.
2: Celtics. Well, I was the 60-point, they lost. Damn, but that was, a, that was a That's bad what I said. Something about fair, that was a yeah, bad Suns that team. team. Was this was a good that son. 70 the was low fraudulent, there. though. They were just letting him do yeah, whatever.
3: It was low-key. I feel like we won by double digits. Too you that, know what that reminds
1: game. me, too, of when Curry had 54 in the garden and lost. That was his breakout game. That was a close game for a yeah, that, that was a was great fucking game.
3: Who was on the Suns team, though? It was his 20-what? Oh,
0: it was trash. That team was Tyler. That was
2: garbage. Tyler, uh, Alex Len on that
3: team. Alex Lennon. Yeah, yeah. on the Uless. Kentucky
2: uh, coaching staff.
3: Is it Derrick Jones? Derrick Jones and...
2: Uh, Derrick Jones Jr.? Chris. Yeah.
1: Well, That's when he was dunk champion. Okay.
0: The thing with uh, Luca is I think uh, people tend to forget how young he actually is because he's been in the league for a while. He's played six seasons. He's four-time All-NBA, a four-time All-Star. This year is going to be an all-star and an all-NBA player as well, and he's shattering records. Whether it's triple-double records after this year, yeah. Well, wh- whether it's triple-double records, whether it's scoring seventy-three in a game, people are kind of—he's done it for so long at this level. Why do people hate on him? I don't know. I don't know. But he—he's done it for so long that people think it's normal. Could never be me. Neither. But he is—he's an all-time great. It's he's going to go down in an know, all-time
3: further solidifies Jalen Brown all defense. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, all, that's all this does. That's all it does. That's a great statement right there. All-time great. Yeah. He is an all-time great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He is sure. an all-time great. He already has six all-NBAs. Well, he's going to get six all-NBAs. Yeah, he's
1: a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Already. With the NBA, with the NBA he'll five, retire right. tomorrow. Right. And he'll, he'll get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah.
2: A they, lot of guys know. didn't hey, do NFL's different. <laughs> NFL's <is> different. NBA,
0: <laughs> he'll retire tomorrow. He's in. The Basketball Hall of Fame 100%. Yeah. I mean, the League. he was he just Euro reminds me of a guy MVP. that just
2: dominated the league in the 80s, man. You know, just walked through the league. One of the greatest, man. That's what he oh. reminds me of.
1: Huh? Oh, you're saying Luca reminds you of this yeah. guy? Just dominated the league. Mind so, you? Of
2: some bald guy, you know. Just just <laughs> some, some bald, dark-skinned guy, you know.
1: Oh, interesting. Fly,
2: Eric Jordan. Is his middle name is Jeffrey? Yeah, you know, just walked in different.
1: Luca reminds you of Michael Jordan
2: in terms of just like what he's done his first six years for sure. Okay, except the MVPs, you know, MJ got those because one on one. But you know what he's done five All NBAs because he's gonna get he's gonna be first team this year. I think nobody's denying that. Um, just what he's done from an individual standpoint, yeah, Michael Jordan. You know,
1: he is unbelievable.
2: You can even throw LeBron in there too. Like he, th- th- like do you sometimes you know like some dudes just walk in and you know. And Luca was definitely one of those dudes you walked in. You're like,
1: yeah. Yeah, year two against the Clippers. that's it.
2: Yeah, it, it was, was like same thing with both. MJ, LeBron. They walked in. Why can't we get this
1: guy some help, man? You
3: know, get some deep playoff runs in here. Maybe a finals appearance. Gotta that's him what get Well, he had a
0: deep playoff run. He
3: did. That's all the, the real missing,
1: ball knowers <laughs> have been asking. Ooh. Mavericks need to get better. They just
3: need more help. You just need some more help. You got Kyrie it's there. Lively's been great. Never Since was a Hardaway's been thing. Hardaway's been hooping. Um, but they need another guy there. Grant's unfortunately been a little disappointed
0: for
1: the contract he gave him. Little. Oh, nah, no, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, saw, I, saw. I think Tatum gets his guys paid. We're like, so bad. That's
0: back. what you said, right? And shitty. We're all, all the way I think <laughs> <laughs> the issue <laughs> comes with um, when you're this great, you elevate teams that aren't good, mm. and then you get into this mode where your teams don't have high draft picks well, to they, get. They, good for picks. Last year. they got the 10th pick last year. So yeah, was obviously. They, they had a blatantly tame for that, but you look at LeBron's first in in Cleveland, he elevated them so fast that they weren't able to draft actual good, talented players at the top of the draft. And that's how you get a starting lineup of like Delonte West and, you know oh, you trade for a time. Mo Williams and you have Anderson out there Mo Williams. like bring in Shaq had trade. to get an Antoine Yeah bringing an old old Shaq you get Anton Jameson. I
2: like that backcourt was cool Anton
1: man The Mavericks
0: the Mavericks big swing was getting Christos Porzingis and it didn't work cuz he got injured in, in Dallas but when he played he was a 20 and 10 guy They moved off him too quick You think it, so It didn't work it wasn't I, work. I, I don't I don't that think it worked first year
2: but the next year, though, it got bad. He even he talked about it on uh, the JJ Reddick podcast. He he also lost interest himself. Yeah,
0: he said he was just immature at the time, yeah. just you know, younger, obviously. I That's- think it was definitely a contest between him and Luca trying to prove who like the guy is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Chris was totally comfortable with
3: the two. role yeah.
0: because when he got to Dallas, they weren't viewed as worlds apart. They were viewed as one A, one B, which
1: makes sense because they Luka also didn't use
2: Porzingis they the didn't. right way. They didn't. They no, they, they didn't. didn't. They, they, they didn't,
0: they didn't him. want him to post up. A lot of what he does in his game, they didn't want him to play that way anymore. It's crazy. He's so, one of the most efficient yeah. post players in the league. So I think that didn't work out. I think that was fine, but they had a lot of first round picks in that trade that they you know, that they gave away. And that's why they tanked last year because they needed to get a, a talented player, which was Derek Lively. And Derek Lively has been a big reason why they've won games this year. When he's playing, they win a lot. When also, he's not playing, he they, they do Brunson
3: win. Walk was one of the worst decisions they could ever made. Yeah, They would have had Brunson. I mean, if they have Brunson, you probably don't get Lively last season. You don't get Kyrie.
2: You think you get this That's Brunson, right. though?
0: No. Unlikely. No. no. You get a 20 and 6 Brunson. You know, I think you still get, a Ky- rather, I think you still get Kyrie, Brunson. though, this. The thing is, Kyrie, was,
1: it does not matter what team he's on. He's yeah, going to get you. Kyrie's going to give you he's 25 gonna get no matter what. I think what. it
0: just sucks because um, the Brunson thing was unfortunate, but in hindsight, given that they got Kyrie,
2: it didn't really matter. It's just you probably get Brunson for less. So, you could probably get you somebody do. else. You I think didn't Kyrie knows he's person, playing
1: with a, a generation? player? I don't think he cares. I think he thinks he's Kyrie's a generational player. like, I'm, genera- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: generational. <laughs> I think he believes I'm better than everybody. So, I mean, he's you, already played with LeBron. you
3: making the LeBron comparison how LeBron was too good to get the top draft pick. Are you trying to insinuate that Luka Doncic might be leaving Dallas one day?
0: If they don't build a team around him, I think he's gonna leave Dallas. Once he's
3: There's a,
1: stupid ass many, rumors
2: that oh one day Jokic and Luca, it's inevitable. Would be fire. I'll be, be honest.
1: No, no, but Europeans no,
2: not. don't tend to leave teams like that when they come over here. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like they lead towards the end. Has the shown back us end.
1: Anything they have been the ones who have been loyal to a franchise. Like they
2: usually leave like the end end of their career. Like
1: Giannis staying in Milwaukee.
2: Well, he's very made it's, it known. Like he'll, he'll bounce if shit get a little too walkie. I
0: think he would put in pressure. Like you look at the Dallas uh, Mavericks, like young players. It's lively. It's Josh Green. It's Jaden Hardy, and it's Omax.
3: Luca. So Luca is eligible for extension next season. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's um, getting dur- hundred million. During this extension, 400? he's gonna be probably towards the end of it. He's gonna be the first 80 million per guy, uh, per season guy in the NBA.
2: See, when you pay dudes like that, you ain't going You can't really. How you build out that roster, man? I'll pay him though. Yeah, I'll yeah. give him. I I mean, that's it's
3: you sign the five year extension. He's probably gonna get that 80 million in like 2028,
0: 2029. But no, shout out isn't Jalen Brown getting like 60 mil? Probably the last At the year, so Preservedly so. Yeah. No, the, if, if Brown's getting sixty mil, oh, eighty okay. mil is not crazy for him. No, no, Luka. no, Lucas Lucas should 100. Get
1: no. It's more so me yes. just sitting with the idea of is this what wow, these contracts gonna look like? Gonna Lucas, make if,
2: eighty if, a Lucas year. Luka should be hundred million dollar man. Respect to Luka, for sure. Joker too. Giannis too.
0: That's why I think the Spurs David. might be in a good or position. Ninety. MB
2: too.
1: Ninety. What the fuck?
2: Ninety. <laughs> 90. <laughs> it's gonna be two It's The most MVP. dominant
1: player in the league right now. Joker. Giannis. No. Luka, Hunnit. No, Embiid. Embiid. 90. is that bad? That's wrong. Embiid's the most dominant player in the league right now. In the
2: regular season, cool.
1: Don't let him get healthy for this playoff because you're going be you to be eating a lot of You need to hope he does. I'll be honest. Phillies pray on it. They should all. got to hope not around. Oh, Lord have mercy.
0: <laughs> That's why I think with the Spurs, it's good that they're losing right now because they're going to get a top pick in the draft. But I think by next year, Wemby's going to be so good that he's going to elevate.
2: He's only have one year. I need you out. to yeah. stop saying that. What Wemby's going to be so good that they they're he can be great and they can still suck.
3: Well, they're going to get probably no top five pick and they're going to have. Money. I'm going to this honest, draft
2: ain't the draft where you bring in a top five pick. But and if he's you get gonna,
3: a, if you bring in just a solid free role agent player class player is plus, garbage.
2: It's really bad this year.
0: You're telling me Wemby next Stop, year? you can't, did this
2: last offseason. season. You, you you did it.
0: Okay, but now he's a year two as a pro. He can be Let's year see, two. They, the team is really bad. He's averaging like 24, 24 on 25 minutes.
1: That's what I'm The defense is stupid too, man. Yeah, when he's on the floor, defense top ten.
0: Huh? When he's on the floor, the defense is top 10. I believe it. Like, he already elevates that team so much. He is. I think by next year, it can maybe he's lead to so some stupid. wins. Some
2: more how wins. many wins have right a shame now? Nine? He gave him 70. Eight? I think. Uh, yeah, he right put, a, th- put up 30 if they finished, He picked up at ten. How many wins do you think the Spurs are going to finish with this year? 20. 20? A, a little over they're 20. Now. They're that's like that's 8, a- 9, 7? If they... Okay, so... I'll give uh, them 22. 22. So next year what you think Spurs win like 30, 35? They they're, should. They're not
3: in 36 right now. Mm. Holy fuck. They're winning God. 20% of their games. So 20% 22 of might be. Common. So Is it that'd, a be, stretch? that'd be i yeah. like it's 16, 17 wins based on this pace.
0: I think they should win 20, bro. I'm going to go with 20. I don't There's think we should, I don't think we could say they should they're not good. I think the not, year, it's
2: not, not cuz of Victor. He's great. He's amazing. But the guys around him, they got work to do. They really got some work to do. Like as a from a team like Vassell's good you know Keldon's good Jeremy's not a point guard I'm, I'm, I hope no. they figure that out you know well, they, they made actually. that adjustment yeah, yeah. yeah. so but crazy. they're just really they're really just not good you know I'm
0: saying next year I think they'll win 30 games
2: the West is really fucking nice I'll be
0: honest that's a crazy projection for what they if, are they, right? if they
2: went 16
3: <laughs> they went 16 17 this year and jumped to 30 that means they're flirting I with I'm the players like,
2: like Victor could be so great and they still might be a bottom five team in the West
3: we if they get Troy Young
2: Oh, then we're talking. We're talking. So then, the, a, then 30 wins uh, is, uh, is, not, is a me, spurt, me, I, I, No, in. the 30 that, wins is a hit. Yeah. I
1: almost said some foul shit. I will never be a Spurs fan. However, I will be watching a lot. Trey Young
2: should go to the Spurs.
0: He should. Do you think that the NBA has to implement more rules to help defense guard these offenses? What rules I feel like they've already I done that. I think that. You, bring back the over,
2: you bring the overseas rules. Defensive three seconds, toss it away. Hand-checking, bring it back. Why not? Because Make it this a little year— more physical. Two, we've seen
0: two seventy-point games. We've seen three sixty-point games. We've seen eight fifty-point games, and we've seen eighty-three forty-point games.
1: Can't we just credit that to the
2: offensive player just being the best we've ever seen?
1: It's the most
3: talented.
2: I think, I think you could do a little bit of both. I'm gonna be honest. I was telling. I was telling Dallas this in the car. I was watching the Dallas game, Dallas Hawks game. In my opinion, some of them buckets look like really bad defense. Like really, just effortless not working hard defense. A lot of, like, Luka was able to get to, like, it was a little too easy. You're From saying yes? Johnson. Oh, God! it. Like, it, it, like, it looked a little too easy. That, but that there were some Luka, moments that yeah. they locked in. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a collection of both. It's the most talented league we've ever been in. and always will be, you know, as we continue progress. to bring mm-hmm. in more talent and progress. But at the same time, the league and the refs aren't making it easier for defenses to play defense. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture of both. Like you, Like, offensive players can ride you on their back. Like, they can have you on their back, jump up, foul. Offensive players can hook you, foul. Like they changed that rule, though. They the, did, the but sometimes foul, they yeah. don't. It's, sometimes it's still, you can still see sometimes in these NBA, you can get caught doing it. You know, so a lot of it is, I feel like if they're so great, we can make the rules a little bit favorable to the defense because they should be able to overcome it. just they should a be a little
0: bit. bit more physical. I think DeJounte Murray responded to a comment on Instagram. I think it was legit because you know how social media be.
2: DeJounte responded to us.
0: De, DeJounte, DeJounte Murray, when he was with the Spurs, is the youngest player to ever be selected to an all-defensive team. He was a great defender. Now, people are kind of like, they're noticing that his defenses really fell off a lot. And a lot of Hawks fans have called him out for it. And he responded to a Hawks fan on Instagram and said, you can't play defense in today's era. You can't be physical. Everything is a foul. Mm-hmm. So that's a player that's went from being a high-level defender to ago. now not being a good defender and he's, he's basically saying it's because they're not letting defenders play defense. We can't be physical at all. Was that
3: a different era three years ago when he was on San Antonio?
2: I don't think it was three years ago. It wasn't three years ago. It, it was, was the 17-18 like season. Yeah. It was a
0: I'm year. saying, but
3: on the Spurs, he was a good defender. Great. But like, physical, that was, he was on the Spurs three years they,
2: ago.
1: The thing with... Uh, I have difficulty with that, though. Because a foul's a foul. If you're saying hand-checking, like you're trying to play defense and you're fucking just trying to push me off when, when I have the ball in my hand... That's when I'm just like, hey. That's not
2: really hand checking though.
1: Pushing is a. Fact. That's what I mean when you got your forearm like this. But I think on a, I, I think
3: th- there's more of an officiating problem, just not being consistent, than a defense problem. Like That's I fine. feel like I feel like officiate. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we've seen it this year. I think we say it every year that officials are a problem. But I feel like this year we've seen a lot of inconsistency because people are going to complain about the game regardless. People are going to be like, oh, it wasn't like this back in the day. They're going to say 20 years from now they're going to be like they didn't. They don't play the same like they did in 2023 or 2024. People Just genuinely are going to romanticize the past. I yeah. think the bigger issue is just the officials who have very inconsistent calls who sometimes but they're also going by the calls. rules. What was that? That uh, tech they called on, uh, yeah, yeah, Matthews, yeah, where he's Grayson Matthews, his his toe went on the, the court and he's on the other side of the court and they call it tech for that. That
0: was
1: right after Sadiq Bey hit a three, too. So, like, hey, and Hulk the Hawks are getting momentum. momentum, exactly.
0: Yeah. I uh, think the offensive, the rise in points, I should say. Really has to do with the shot diet. Yep. Like I think, players—the average player today—is better offensively than the average player back then. But I don't think that I think there's maybe like a very few select players that are as good as the top players back then. Like no, you know, definitely the top player now. I don't think is as skilled as Kobe Bryant offensively. You know, Kobe Bryant is still more skilled. You got to
1: go back in the day though. It's like that that two thousands era. Yeah, it was still a pretty physical game, but. He also transitioned into the, not the modern, modern NBA, but he it still wasn't had the some modern time. NBA, though. That 2009, 2010, they were playing physical, but not as physical as they three, were three in the 90s. Yeah. Not I not think that the, the
0: three-point shooting era was post-2016, really. Yeah, for sure. It's like Steve Nash, and he was at his prime, he's averaged, he's averaged 17 points per game. He shot four threes a game at, like, 40%. Boy,
2: that should go. You know, you're
0: saying if Steve Nash in this era is... Instead of shooting four threes, he's shooting ten threes a game, Mm. and he's making you know half of them. Then you're talking about a rise in maybe six to eight points in his average. Just about about a twenty-five point per game score. He'd be a more efficient Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. He 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 have Halliburton numbers. You know that's how his numbers would look like. So I feel like with these players now, I just think it's hard to separate eras now because this era is so inflated in points that you can legitimately compare players from this era against somebody like Steve Nash and be like, oh, you know, Trey Young's numbers are way better than Steve Nash's. Mm. Like, of course, he's the better player. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is averaging 25 and 12 in year four. Steve Nash never did that a year in his career. And you're kind of thinking that somebody's better. And
2: I think that separates the casual. From the ball knower. Because I think if you watch both of them play, you would never say Halley's a better player. So when player I put out the Giannis
3: Haslam versus Payne Pritchard numbers and Pritchard has better numbers, I don't know ball.
2: I think you're trolling ninety-nine percent of it. And if you are that one percent not knowing ball, I think it's crazy. But I do think I do believe you're trolling for sure. I think it's funny as fuck to troll. But I think at the same time, like you wouldn't you wouldn't watch both and think Halley's a better player than Nash. But you can easily go up on Google basketball reference, put both in and be like, yep. Halle's better. I'm taking him because his numbers. Those stat heads, those yeah. stat head comparisons, they could get ugly. Yeah, and it, it gets, it can get nasty, and it's going it to get nasty over the course of, you know, NBA history.
1: Halliburton can run the shit out of an offense. He can. I want to
0: see that. Exactly. But so T. can T.J. McConnell. <laughs> True. Relax. No, it's a well, fact. They just no,
2: it's like it's not even a knock on Halley. It's just Rick Carlisle's system is so fucking good offensively that you can put point guards in it and they can do it. Hurts You're every really time.
1: Running. Hurts every time.
0: So I was calling Hallie. him the Brock Purdy of the NFL, of the, of the NBA.
2: No, nah, Brock Purdy's the winner. Oh, so, no, but he's just a Halley hater. Yeah. Can't forget that.
0: They both went to Iowa. State. Dale
2: said the same thing I did. I just, so, what is Hallie he? Halley hater.
0: I fuck with Halley. Or haters. It. Well, he did beat us.
3: don't fuck
2: with him. That's interesting. Oh, we're called haters. Okay. No, I know you have an agenda against Halley. Why right? don't you like Halley? I don't know. They oh, d- I, just, I guess I guess I was disagreeing with him, so he called me a hater. You're no, no, him over no, Steph? No, uh, Garland.
3: Uh, oh, well, I mean. All due respect to Garland.
2: But where did the hate come from? He's lying. He's lying again. Am I? Yeah.
1: Am I?
3: Have I said I
2: hated Hallie? No, I wouldn't say you hate him. Have I said I don't like Hallie? Yes. When? You're lying. A few times in the Discord. You're lying. Am I? You're lying. Bad. Am I? I said I don't like Hallie Dick riders. That's what I said. Because they were comparing him to 2016 Steph. That's why I said. Well, who who did that? uh,
1: You forgot the Twitter error? 2016, comparing to 2016, stuff like that's, a, that's a rash. I sent
0: it in the group chat one time
1: when it was, um, you, I think you, But the- you do remember the, the Garland versus Halliburton debates. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure we're, we're clear. It's crazy. On
0: that. I want clitters
3: now.
1: Oh my. It's not even a conversation. I wish
3: Tyrese liked the nickname Hallie.
1: Hallie is so clean. It's so
3: clean. Why doesn't he like it?
2: He I doesn't know. like being called Hallie. Reese is cool. Reese I thought cool Reese was too. Maxie.
1: That's what I'm saying. Now there's another Tyrese.
2: Oh, I, th- I thought Reese was always Maxi.
1: Hallie. Because Hallie's Hallie. That's Well, we, I call Maxi Maxi. Mm. I don't uh, call Tyrese, Maxi Reese. Okay. But I will call Halliburton, Reese. Mm. So, so we cool.
0: didn't touch on this at all this episode because I don't really feel like there's much to say about it, but the all-star starters, I thought it was perfect outside of Dame. Yeah, the
2: only one that shouldn't yeah. be there is Dame.
3: Brunson, Mitchell. I like how we
2: had the, the same reaction. All caps. Dane? <laughs> fuck. <I>
1: just, <laughs> fuck I, listen, the, he is a part one of the best teams in the league. Oh, that's goodness, fine. God, that's enough. It. But That's He's been playing well to his standards. And Donovan Mitchell the, has been well, better. Maxi, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, and they just most beat him last Jalen Brunson and Jalen Brunson. Those three, I would have over Damian Lillard. Maxi, I can understand. It's pretty. It's pretty comparable. It's not.
3: But Maxi has the same argument, or like it's the same thing as Dame, where it's like they're the two on the team. Donovan you know, Maxie, yeah, and true. Brunson, and, Brunson should and Mitchell be a starter. are that
1: the dude for the offense. With with Garland and Mobley out, we, we counted the Cavaliers out. We is Don, Okay, come on. This, I'm making a general statement. Yes, we have believed. That's Donovan the tweet. said, come on, let's go. I got us. Upped his point percentage, excuse me, his his points per game, upped his efficiency. He's been on something completely they different. Put the cherry on top and they now, beat Milwaukee last night. And, a, and Dame, was, yeah, like like Dame shit. was mid. And Dame was mid. But then on top of it, too, Jalen Brunson being the leader of that team offensively, having to be that offensive engine, being as efficient of a three point shooter as he is, the volume that he sees. He's been better overall than Damian Lillard. So it, it's kind of a smack in the he's face. He's arguably to these been the young, best
2: guard in the East.
1: But, but again, the All-Star game is a popularity contest. You could argue that. I think Halliburton's, number one, pretty stamped. But number two, that conversation for Jalen Brunson is legitimate. He has been that effective as a player. And you see the way that it's been translating to Knicks basketball and playing winning basketball. Definitely those three guys have a case over a Damian Lillard. But like I said, it is a popularity contest, but ultimately leads me back to my main point. Knicks fans need to be better. They're supposedly the best fan base in all of the NBA. Vote your guys in. Vote your
0: guys in. I don't think Knicks fans should catch slack for this because... I'm giving them heat. Dame is a national NBA face. But the Knicks fans like fans. Oklahoma like City
2: play. is not a bigger market than the Knicks. Right? No, it's not. It's SGA not. got in as a starter. No, I over know. Over Steph. Oh, I know. F- fan voting. I know, but SGA is popular. But, the, but this is what I'm saying. He's not on the national market.
0: Yeah, but I think... Name in, a media outlet bigger than New York. In this, I feel like in this day and age, better, the media outlet does right? not matter. I'm, I'm
2: not tripping, Riv, right? I'm not tripping. I, I, I feel
0: like better. in this day and age, the media outlet does not matter that much. It doesn't matter if you play in New York or you play in Milwaukee or you play in OKC or Minnesota.
3: Giannis was number one in voting.
0: Anthony Edwards is Giannis more is popular chain. than Jalen Brunson.
2: Hmm?
0: Anthony Edwards is more popular than Jalen Brunson. Probably. Anthony Edwards Probably. might be a top 10 most popular player in the league. He plays in Minnesota. SGA might be top 10 See, in popular. RJ he was top 10 plays in, in OKC. Uh,
2: jersey sales last year, that's right? also because yeah, Anthony Edwards is in movies. They're you know.
0: buying his jersey, but they can't vote for him in the All-Star game?
2: RJ you know. Barrett saying, shouldn't be. Wait, my point exactly. Anthony Edwards is in movies. His PR team is you, great. You know, he, yeah. he's on TV a lot. When you look he's at the funny Marco.
0: Yeah. When you look at the NBA app, Dame Lillard Voting from an All Star game was the front page. You had to really search for Jalen Brunson. No Hate that. So I don't think it's really a market thing. The Knicks fell off. Yeah, I don't think we fell off. You've never Dude, been the all best on. they've all
3: been in basically our lifetime. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because if that's the case, then why wasn't Anthony Davis voted as a starter? He plays in L.A. That's because the, the, well, he yeah. the Joker. Because you got the Joker. LeBron. Joker is the champion. You know, he's Oh, but he, why not over KD? Well, KD, KD on KD. top of it, has KD's been one of the most efficient the players in the league. KD's more popular 80, And Jokic by far. is the
1: best arguably the best player and in the league. That's
2: what I'm saying. Jalen Brunson is not a very popular player. Bro. Indiana, Tyrese Halliburton just got on TV like two months ago. And he's a starter. Halliburton out of nowhere has in grown this into Yeah, but that's that's that was out of nowhere. He probably got all of them votings. The IST. You think Jalen Brunson is more popular than Halliburton? No, I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is Tyrese Hallerburn was not a big name coming into this season. He wasn't. The in-season then tournament, the in-season tournament mm-hmm. he shot up the moon and became an all-star starter. Jalen Brunson playing for New York. T- I'm not what agreeing I, with Drew. I'm just saying. I'm all just I'm really saying, saying is
0: that I don't think the media market matters that much in the social media age. I agree. Like J Dub, he's getting famous off Swing. of posting TikToks.
2: No, you that, that's, you saying? that's, that's, just, that's TikTok nobody. But then they go on TikTok, they see that, then they go look at his game, and it's like he's one of the most. No, facts. Yeah. I'm not saying he's popular. Tell Brunson's PR team to get fucking better. That TikTok kind of lost.
3: Brunson's got to make TikToks. That's what I think. That's what you take need to where got to do something,
2: man. I don't know, bro. You, I,
0: don't know. I think Jalen Brunson no is. Uh, I don't know. What's, what's Jalen Brunson's Jaylen Brunson aura? Jalen Brunson, check him. His, he's an introvert. That's, check that's how he, I don't know. When he's the on miles. the court, his aura is fucking unbelievable. But what is his
2: off-court aura? Let's aura check him real quick. What is Jalen Brunson's off-court aura? We're losing aura? credibility by the second. <laughs> <laughs> it's aura check him. You shouldn't say that. Boston Tatum has top five aura in all the world. All time. He does. He has all-world aura. aura, so you can't say that. I think Jalen Brunson Brown has aura, man. Whoa. Yes,
0: Jalen Brown also off-court, top five So aura what do you think Brunson's aura is?
2: Bottom fifteen, Like Derek White. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom fifteen is crazy. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, he, he has... He, ah. Come on, bro. This, this doesn't nah. move to you? The, he had, know, we're talking on court aura. Brunson top 10 aura. Oh, dude. Off court. <sighs> he's just quiet. If, if you right.
0: If you showed that celebration off, I, I feel like most people would not know who the fuck that
2: was. Yeah. Jalen Brunson yeah, 3. Not
3: wrong. It is pretty... It, it's not the...
2: <laughs> I guarantee you they think this is CD Lamb before they think this is Jalen Brunson. Yeah.
0: mm like okay. the Mellow one, we knew about it, you know? Well, that was, I mean, well, was Mellow also, so that's so the top tier top top oral, oral. time. I feel like people might
2: one. know Mikel Bridges'
0: three point celebration.
2: On <sighs> that one's fire. And he's in Brooklyn <sighs> with it. See, ah, come on.
0: Jalen Brunson is still underrated.
2: Low key. Yeah. He's still underrated. He is. I feel like people don't
0: understand how good he really is.
2: So. Unfortunately, he is yeah. underrated.
0: My next guy to do better, man. You are the next guy the
3: there's the The aura, according to Riv, isn't there.
0: I mean, look at our team, man. Like our Nick's Aura A fell of off aura. years ago. Our team Once is just gritty. Cam Reddish, it was over, man.
2: Nah, Nick's before that, man. Nick's Aura in, t- in the 2020s, 2010s. 2010s, yeah. When, when Melo was there, Nick's that Aura was 2010s there. 2010s Aura, I was going to say. That but then it, it the fell off, and now 2020 is like. And
3: it's crazy because they're better now than they were. Won't now.
2: even cap Randall Aura. shuts It's shit. Lins, Linsanity, man. No, had, had to
1: be
0: there. <laughs> That was Randall's aura not to be there. <laughs>
2: that's what it, Randall's aura stinked. RJ Barrett's aura was kind and of respect. It, it, it was RJ ter- Aura stuff. It's RJ Barrett. Outside of Canada. That, that's I'll ooh, be the the Outside of Canada. Losing aura. Outside of Canada, the aura wasn't there. Bruh. Wasn't there. You're losing me. Wasn't there. Quentin Grimes' aura ain't there. No. It's just not a lot of aura guys. Josh Hart an Aura, dude. Cool. Sure. He, he did some weird shit on Twitter one time. He what? did do some weird shit. I, I forgot he tweeted some weird did, really the, weird. did
3: the Nuggets have someone with aura last year? Like who was their aura? Jamal, guy? Jamal Murray has aura. I'm gonna
2: tell Jamal you. Mar- Mar- I'm not gonna Mar- say Mar- why, but he has aura. Oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what? what? Jamal <laughs> Murray <Moore> has aura. <laughs> he has aura. But I said that on the show the last time. I got I got called was every insane. name in the book. That Jamal was... Murray doesn't have aura. You're right. He does. He does. He does. All right, So what are we doing here? Yogi's no aura. Weird aura. Weird aura. Overseas aura. has overseas aura. You know what I mean? Like he's just he has on court aura.
0: Yeah, off court aura is non-existent for him.
3: That, his aura is kind of not having aura.
1: You're cooking. You fried. You fried.
2: He's one of them ones.
0: There. Aaron Gordon forever will be
2: a legend solely off that dunk contest. Does
0: MPJ have aura?
2: I'll be honest with you. Ball no. and is no MPJ. That brother has a stroke. He does. One of his prettiest jumpers That shit we've is silky. Seen. He got I the Super smoothies. Soaker? Oh. <laughs> My
0: lord. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of the Pick a Side Podcast. <laughs> Episode 347. Make sure you guys oh, like man. the video. You guys subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to rate this podcast. <laughs> Five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you guys next time.